All right, welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 21. Uh, two episodes ago, our podcast could drink in Canada, and now it can drink in the States as well. So, Hunter, yep. congratulations, you can now have a drink on our podcast. Uh, Booth, you as well. Um, which, by the way, we do have a guest on this week's episode. Uh, Booth, you want to give yourself a little introduction here? Hi, I'm Booth. Um... I live in Florida. I'm from Detroit, and uh, I play Valorant because I'm sad, and it makes me feel better. <laughs> I guess. All right. I don't know. Would you like to? Uh, that was a great introduction. But would you like to add on to uh, what your rank is and what characters you play most often in Valorant? Uh, I'm peak plat one. I play. I'm a Reyna main. I have like a couple thousand hours of Reyna, but it gets boring. So. I've been playing Jet and Raze because it's, it's fun, I guess. I uh, My favorite streamer is Prad, Val, and so I do my best to play like him, and it doesn't nice. always it doesn't always go that well. I mean, it goes better than all of us, so we we can yeah. all significantly <laughs> say that Boof is better than us. So uh, I think I think I'm pretty confident. Hunter's, been, Hunter's been popping though. He's been he's been top fragging these last couple of days. Yeah, that that Yoru's been been going off. So that, yeah, maybe today, he'll uh, beat Plot One eventually. Today for the um, first time, uh, I got double. They they use both like teleporters as a viewer. I've never seen that before in a plat game, and uh, nice. they won the game. Like, can you so, throw both out at the same time? Yeah, you can't. I didn't even know that. And he, yeah, I he think faked one expires one. the other one. But he faked one and then he TP'd the other one. It was like the last round of the game. Well, just to be clear, you can't actually throw two simultaneously but oh, you okay. can throw one fake it and then throw the other then, one okay really got okay because I, I, I was wondering if you could have two active at the same that's time that's what i thought happened i guess which one you fake yeah and that you TP to. unless there's some way to like glitch that into happening the way it normally works is that when you press your your e key or whatever you have it bound to if you don't have a teleporter out, then you equip it in your hands to send it out. And then if you do have it out, that means you teleport to it. So it's possible sense. there's some glitch to put out two at once, but you're not really supposed to be able to. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I think we got a little bit sidetracked here because we started talking about Valorant. But yeah, what's um, that? yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think we're quite supposed to get there yet. Um, mm-hmm. Oof. So as you're aware, there's one rule on this podcast, which is you must have a drink in hand at all times. So, did you come prepared with a drink? Uh, I think mine's in the kitchen. It's okay, got, well, like alcohol or like water, <laughs> like water. <laughs> well, as I'm a only... show called Drunk Valorant, um, yes, we would prefer uh, you have an alcoholic drink in your hand. We had a brief intermission. Uh, Booth went to go grab his drink. So, you wanna you wanna take us into what you what you're drinking tonight? I d- I don't know. I just gra- grabbed it. It's like this uh, blended Scotch whiskey, mm. but there's a little plastic condom thing but do i pour it through or do i take it that off do you guys, have no, you, guys no, ever you, seen did, you just pour yeah okay. yeah yeah, yeah never... it'll come out of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've never yeah. seen that in my life how about you guys what are you drinking um so yeah i've got a i've got a beer called raspberry like that's the name of it it's a golden sour with raspberries um you know it's pretty much quintessential sour like a nice 5.5 percent pretty delicious um yeah, the can's very simple, so like I, I don't even have any extra information to go off of. Just just know it tastes good, and if you see it in the store, it might be a good good pickup. 
Very nice. Very nice. Um, I'm going to be super lame this week, and I'm going to have the same beer that I had last week because I, I still had a couple left, and I didn't really feel like going to the liquor store today. So um, I'm having another backcountry uh, nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. The Citra West Coast IPA. Um, nice. Very delicious. I talked about it last week. Um, but I, I do have a nice crisp Molson, Molson Canadian to uh, to drink after this. So uh, we'll be toning it down a little bit, going going for the lighter, your your classic Bud Light of Canada or Budweiser of Canada. There you very go. Nice, very nice. Hunter, well, uh, you want to finish this of, off here? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of toning it down, that's exactly what I'm not doing. Um, I'm going back to the impending doom. I had a couple more of them left, and they were so good. I'm I'm back on them, so that's what I'm drinking today. Uh, for those of you who didn't hear in the previous episode or forgot, this is a Heavy Seas Experimental Beer. It's extremely hazy and juicy with a solid 9.5 uh, ABV. So this thing hits like a truck in the best oh, way. Yeah. That was the one where you were like, oh, I've definitely got you on the alcohol percent, and then I hit you with the yeah. 10% dark yeah. sour. Yeah, that was sad. I, I do yep. have one of those 10% dark sours in my fridge, which I'm uh... – my beer is getting kind of low, so uh, I started drinking a bit before the podcast started, so I might have to go grab that 10% or pretty soon. Um, okay, so uh, if you guys have heard uh, one of the podcasts before, which we have a guest on, we, um, we'll we'll have a soapbox where the guest comes up with an idea and kind of lays it out for us. But um, before we get to that, there were a couple smaller topics we wanted to uh, to cover this week. Um I'm actually going to give the floor to Hunter right now. He wanted to uh, talk about some Yoru stuff, and um, yeah. I don't have too many details, so you know I'll let him lay it out for you. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, as everyone is well aware, I am currently on the Yoru grind, and so far the results in terms of my success in games have been pretty uh, solid in terms of how I've been able to perform with Yoru and consistently play well relative to myself but the results in terms of me advancing in rank have been much less exciting and uh as a result of that i'm still in silver one at this point the uh you know if we if you plotted a line graph of progress it ain't looking too hot uh if you extend the line towards the end of the act however um you know i still am very excited for the potential, and I'm looking to, you know, I've been scouring my clips and seeing what has been working well and what's been not working well and making notes. Another thing I was looking to do specifically to kind of see how I've been doing on different maps and in different situations is going to Tracker and taking a look at, you know, my stats, how I've been performing in matches. And I have more to do, like in particular, I want to really comb through my matches and see how I do on offense versus defense on different maps to really identify weak spots. But I wanted to, first of all, look at my stats for um, the maps overall uh, and then go from there. And to do that, I actually had to go through my match history on Tracker because they are summaries of, you know, how we've how you've done on each map for some reason are like bugged somehow and they don't actually show accurate information if there's not a big enough sample size not sure what's going on there um any guesses as to what my best map is so far your best map on on your i'm gonna have to go uh, Ooh, spicy ooh that, that's spicy gonna, take i was gonna I'm say gonna haven I was i'm gonna recuse myself from this conversation because hunter actually told me the answer the other night 
Oh, is it okay. neither Breeze nor Haven? It is. I recused myself. I'm not talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Boof, you might be thinking of the fact that I, I remember having a really good game as Yoru on Breeze with you, but I was not, that was actually not on my main. And that's another oh, thing yeah. that's been slowing my progress a little bit because I really don't want to be uh, boosted for this challenge. And since Boof is often playing on an alt, since he's above both of us and particularly above some of the people we queue with, whenever Boof is, is in the chat, I'm often switching to an alt. So there are a couple games I'm like, dang, I really wish I was on my main for this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chase was correct. It is Haven. Uh, I, my record on Haven is uh, seven and uh, two, I believe. Fuck, yeah. get you in my Haven lobbies. I, know, I don't dude. think I have a I've positive been... win rate on any single map this <laughs> this act. <laughs> yeah, so I have a 71% win percentage on Haven, which feels pretty good. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I've, I think... And then Breeze on my main, when I compiled this data, which was on Monday, I had lost all three Breeze games on my main. Well, I've actually won one since then. Um, but essentially, I think what that shows is that I'm best in the action when I can, you know have a lot of flexibility with my movement at close range because that's the big thing with Haven. Like there are so many close range duels that take place on Haven as opposed to other maps. And that's really where I excel long range aim duels are absolutely not <laughs> where I do best at. So, you know, that, that shows I need to maybe be a little more creative with breeze in terms of mm -hmm. closing the distance to enemies so that I can get back into the area of my strength. See, I, I think that's really funny how you're saying that about Haven being like, the super like close range duels because the way in which I play Haven is maximizing yeah. long range duels. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I prefer to play the extremities, be it like either A or C, either hold A long or C long, or maybe work my way into sewers and hold all the way through a lobby. Um, stuff like that. But I'm rarely playing like B or garage where things get more tight knit. Well, I think so the I, difference is guns, obviously. So, like, you have a headhunter and an op, yeah. um, which are really, really good at long range, whereas Hunter loves the fucking stinger. So he's going to be, like, really so wanting do. to get himself into those close-range angles, which is why I was thinking Haven, right? Like, the stinger can yeah. just pop off. You can teleport somewhere, and you're probably right up on someone. So, yep. Like, that's exactly where the stinger is going to shine. But then if you, like, teleport into the middle of Breeze and there's somebody across sight from you, you're fucked. Yeah, the stinger burst fire can easily let you down in that scenario. Uh, easily, it is never going to work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that might be taking a little too far. You haven't what, seen the lucky stinger uh, right clicks I've got. That's but true, but I, I would like to know not. what your longest range stinger kill is. I mean, I'm Ooh. sure for you it's, it's long because uh, you use it a lot. But I think that yeah. that would be an interesting stat. Hey, I mean, that's pretty easy to find out, to be honest. Um, I'm going to pull that up yeah, right now. Go ahead, Gas, you, go ahead. Could you theoretically one-burst someone at long range if you got, like, you God know, RNG. you had God RNG and also had insane recoil control? Like, if you, assuming you hit all four bullets in the head how long range, would that kill? Um, I would assume so, but I would think it would be like impossible to quad headshot someone with a stinger burst at long range. I'd be very impressed if someone did it to me. Like I'd yeah, be, I, I'd be salty I, as hell. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know what the units used on tracker's site are for distance because I definitely don't think they're meters, but my longest stinger kill distance is, uh, 4,600. 
That's pretty good. Uh, which is only slightly less than my longest classic kill distance, actually. So right. for okay. reference, my longest op kill is like seven thousand three hundred. Yeah. So, but that's that's pretty solid with the stinker there. Mm-hmm. Um. What is your guys' win percentage on the maps? You guys have that pulled up or no? Uh, I can pull it up. I actually just looked at it the other day. Um, I'm fifty fifty on almost every single map. Um, but this actor of all time. No, no, like of all time. Like I'm pretty much fifty fifty on every single map besides bind. I am solidly above fifty fifty, and then fracture. I'm solidly below fifty fifty. But when I looked at my like my KD and my personal stats on the maps, I often outperform my average on fracture hmm. but I, i'm thinking so you do well on fracture but other people don't know how to play fracture is what you're saying i, you I don't blame know, it all on everybody I, else i'm thinking that like well okay i'm thinking because fracture is a newer map and i've gotten better at the game since the beginning like all those other maps have my personal previous stats whereas fracture came out more recently and therefore oh, i see like that that's what I think. Yeah, it's, it's not weighed cut. down by by the It's not weighed down by months my of being shit. Exactly, my abysmal performance. It's just weighed down by your current being shit. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm similar. Uh I have like pretty much 50/50 on a lot of stuff, like most maps. Um split is still at 56%. It was up at like 60% for a while, but I've done dog shit on split this act. Unfortunate. Um, I, people just stop pushing me when I'm playing Breach on Split, and then I'm kind of useless. So I think I need other strategies, which I just never bothered um, learning, because the um, the A defense just worked so well as Breach. But I think people are learning how to counter it, so I gotta, gotta figure something else out there. Um, Icebox is like 46, which I'm actually surprised at, because I like Icebox. But then everything else is pretty close to 50-50. To What's your best map? My best map is actually Icebox. I have a 63%, and then my worst wow. is uh, Haven. I have a 45%. I mean, Icebox makes sense to me because you're a Reina main, or have been mostly, and that mm. is often considered Reina's best map, uh, or one of them at least. So it makes sense that Icebox would be would be good for you. Does it show for your guys' agents how much kills you have per character? Yeah. Uh, what's your, let, me, what's your let me go to that. Like most kills overall. Like all yeah, time. like uh, just for that character. Like Phoenix, I have 1,500, Sage, 1,000, like that kind of stuff. Uh... Oh, God, I've played way more. That sucks. <laughs> no, I my, have. My, my Reina is at 5k. I actually do have the most kills on Omen as well. Yeah. Which what is it? also has the most deaths. But that's also just because I, I still have more playtime on Omen. Yeah, I have 2,500 2, kills, 2,500 deaths, roughly, on Omen, as highest for both of those categories. See, uh, Sova, I have 3,500. Brim, 3,400. I have almost 6k on Reina. Yeah. No. Oh, baby. Yeah, that's, so I was a Reina main for, like, almost my whole Val career. But until recently, I just want to stop. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the is, move. 
this is interesting because I at this point I have almost equivalent play time on Jet and Chamber. Uh, Chamber now slightly edges out my Jet, but I've got a better KD on Chamber, but I have a better average damage per round and average combat score on Reyna. Or not Reyna, I mean Jet, sorry. So I'm wondering if I'm better off, like, do should I play Jet more often? I mean, I think you should, but I think that you shouldn't lose it, because I feel like oftentimes you're you're like, oh, fuck, I have to play Jet now, like, I'm going to do bad, and then you're, like, not confident <laughs> with it. Um, whereas I think that it's important to have a little bit of versatility, even if it's only those two agents, like, that's yeah. doubling your agent pool. You might as well. Um, like have some versatility in who you can choose there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boop! I was actually looking up uh, the stats with like teammates recently. I have the highest win percentage when I'm playing with you. Really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> and I've got the worst win percentage when I'm playing with Chase. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I thought I thought I was better than uh, than Alex's alt. I, I was looking. No, I was looking no, Alex was all just slightly better than you, but not by much. <laughs> when yeah. me and Big, uh, when me and Big Tony play, we almost always win. But when me and Doobie play, we always lose. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. that's. I I realized that. That's really surprising. Not gonna lie. I mean, I get it. Like, I I feel like, I mean, obviously, when I play with Cass, we fucking lose every time. Like, yeah. If I'm queuing with Cass, we fucking lose the game, and I think it's. Like, Cass has always had ridiculously high MMR, or at least we get put, placed in lobbies, I feel like, that are way higher than when I solo queue. Like, when I solo queue, I'm typically getting in lobbies, at least right now, that are like, you know, it's all silver ones with a couple of bronzes in there. And then I play with Cass, and they'll be like, we'll be the silver ones, and everybody else on the team will be like, you know, silver three, gold one. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and, like, the the other team will be balanced in the same way. Like, they'll have a couple of silver ones or a bronze, and then they'll have a gold one, or you know? But it's... I'm like, why are we getting, like, the higher end of the spectrum when we're playing with Cass and the lower end of the spectrum when I'm playing with me? Maybe it's because I suck ass and my hidden MMR is in the tank. <laughs> hey, it's um, all good. But, yeah, so... One of the things that uh, I meant to address when we were talking about um, Hunter's Yoru that we got a bit sidetracked from is um, for any of you guys out there that are betting men or women. Um, oh boy, here it comes. You should, you should often side with me uh, because <laughs> I, I, I have not only won the main bet against Hunter by a landslide, I might add, but I also won the side bet with Hunter by nature of literally no one ever touching Yoru. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Has Chase actually looked through all the regions to confirm that no one played Yoru to great effect? Or have you done so, Cass? Because I haven't looked at the, all the regions yet, to be honest. Oh, this oh. was not a this was thought, not an, a region unlocked thing. This was oh, an you, NA you can go thing back to the pods. Sure. Okay, these are they're two different bets. You can go back and listen to the pods. So the okay. main bet was that no one in the final series of any region would use Yoru to great effect. That's Cass's side of it. And then the side bet was in a in NA specifically, um, the winning team would have a top frag as Yoru on one of the maps. So I know I've lost the side bet, which means I owe Cass a gun skin. That much is settled. The other bet, I was oh, kind of going to. I thought the, I thought the side bet was for Borderlands, and the main bet was for the gun skin. 
That oh, I'm. A, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. That that is correct. So I owe you Borderlands. Okay. Um, and then the question is, do I owe you the skin that will need Chase to go and look through the uh, the other games and arbitrate? Why the fuck am I the one? You because you volunteered. I <laughs> I mean why. no, I I volunteered, but you guys have to look through the fucking games and see if anybody played your. I'm not gonna do that shit. <laughs> you, you guys okay, well, look I, through. I'll do that. See, see if they play your. I'll watch the game to see if they played them to great effect. I'm fine with that. But like, okay, okay, if, okay. Well, I'll you just I'll gotta get see if to you someone played you. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll get there's back one, to that. Next there's week. one minor issue with the bet though, which uh, I'll leave to you to decide how you want to handle since you won the bet. I was looking into Borderlands 3, realizing that I was probably going to have to buy it for you. And it turns out your card is under the minimum requirements for Borderlands 3. Do you need so, 4 gigabytes of RAM? <laughs> no, it's just the minimum or... graphics card is a GTX uh, 680. And we found out that Cass's current graphics card is equivalent to the GTX 580. So oh, even after he upgraded? Yeah, after he upgraded, Oof. yes. So that means that, you know, it's up to Cass if you want me to just buy you the game and then you'll grow into it with your graphics card and you can give it a shot with your current one. It's up to you. Or if you'd like to try to negotiate something else, I'm open for that as well. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll, we'll update you guys next week on how this all pans out. But, yes, uh, yes. So far, I think, I think I'm winning both bets here. Um, possibly, possibly. Okay, so has everybody seen the Agent Leak stuff for the new agent? Bounty Hunter. Yes, yes, yes. We've seen it. Okay, the perfect. Um, Boof, why don't we just go and start with your opinion on this? What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you uh, can I go last? Because I'm still. I looked at it earlier, so I could talk about it in the podcast. But yeah, the way they the the Valor. Do you guys follow Valor leaks on Twitter? That's why yes. I, I do not know. Yep. Yeah, he, he they leak everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a little complicated, but there's a seize, a prowler. A nightfall and a hunt. The nightfall yeah. sounds cool. Like I, I just imagine like a mist, like a That's dark kind of right? like omen mist. Yeah. yeah, like a dark omen mist. I don't really know what to do, but I think it'd be cool. I don't really know the abilities too much. Okay. I mean, it, the thing is, it seems wild. Like, cast. Do you have the abilities pulled up? No, no. I, 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 I can pull them up real quick here. They, um, they did leak. They, them they up did right leak now. the hands. They leaked the hands, and it had like uh like pain on them, so I think it is a girl character, which is cool. I thought it'd be like a guy because it's like a bounty hunter. I thought it'd be like a McCurry, you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. But it's cool. Will this new character challenge Neon for best girl? That's the question. Mm. Best we girl. You, yeah. you guys think Neon is best girl? <laughs> I, no, I think Hunter it's, it's hard to Neon's best girl. Yeah, Hunter yeah. did come out and say Neon was best girl. I, uh, think... I mean, Hunter, I think the real question is just judging off the hands here, like you into emo like goth tricks uh sort of i mean i'm into emo slash goth music so okay. like you know it, but... it, it's looking like that's what the design's gonna lean towards yeah definitely yeah. i mean if he's got like a dark mist that <laughs> follows people and they're like hunter and shadow i don't know what yeah. the fucking things are but similar to that interesting interesting hmm Okay, so, uh, so I actually have the abilities pulled up if you'd like me to read them off real quick. I'm more yeah, confused I mean, of what country this, this chick would be from. Is Wait, isn't that confirmed, though? Isn't it, like... No. I thought it was uh, confirmed. Any Anywhere... Basically, since it's an emo girl, it's going to say that whole country is an emo country. If you can't... If you, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's representative of the country. I mean, yeah. if, if Brim is a representative of the U.S., I mean, I guess that's pretty good. But... Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so do, do we just want to discuss the abilities one by one and then discuss, you know, the overall? Yeah, agent? yeah, so let, sure. let's okay, go with so the first, first is the Yeah, so the first ability is the E, the signature ability, Haunt. Mm. Equip and fire an orb, which will stay in the air and then hit the ground. Then it will go back into the air and turn into an eye. If enemies get seen by the eye, they will be revealed and a trail debuff is applied. Now, before we talk about that, uh, Mike uh, from Valor Leaks also clarified uh, about the trail debuff. He says that the debuff is going to work like a trail of footsteps. Once you get applied with the debuff, wherever you go, a footsteps or a line trail will follow you and enemies will be able to see it. Think Jackal okay, from Okay, so Rainbow it's Six. not wall hacks like Sova. So you can't see this through a wall. Well, it says enemies will be revealed and a trail debuff is applied. So it seems like you'll see them through the wall right then when they're being seen by the They'll eye. And then for once. a certain amount of time afterwards, you'll see where their footsteps are taking them. Mm. For yeah. 12 seconds. Because I was thinking 12 seconds is a long That's fucking time. That's a long time. fucking time. But it makes the, more the sense 12... now that it's not wall hacks for 12 seconds. It is wherever they go for 12 seconds, you'll be able to see that on the ground, but only if you're peaking that angle. Yep, right? Okay, so if you throw this into a blind thing, you get a... broken. Exactly. That's why I was thinking this was, like, insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also keep like, in mind yeah. that once it pops up in the air, it is destructible. Sort yeah, of like it a is destructible. I was, yeah. That was my question of, like, when are these things destructible? That will be my question for literally everything except for the ult, which I'm, is probably not destructible at all. Um, I'm thinking, okay, like, so when uh, it... India or, like, Egypt or something. I can see that. You know what henna is? I see henna yeah. on her hand. You know what I'm talking about? Like, on her right hand? I'm looking at it right now. Looks oh, like she has I henna see what you're it. saying. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of yeah. see that. That could be it. That'd be cool. Okay, so this, this eye thing, or the orb, it, it, like, lobs into the air for a second and a half maximum. Because I think you can re-equip to have it end earlier or is that the the other oh, one that's the cue that's the cue the e e the second and a half and the re-equip thing don't come into the uh, don't come into the equation it just says it will stay in the air and then hit the ground then it'll go back into the air and turn into an eye at which point it does its effect because i'm assuming you can like lob this over a box or something you know like over you a would wall. think yeah um i wonder if it works more like neons though where it's like you know pretty much a straight line and then just falls after yeah. A second and well, a half? You know how, I don't... Well, you know how Phoenix Molly works? Where, like... Obviously, that well, the... still has a parabola on it, but once it hits a certain distance, it literally drops. Yeah, the way that it was worded makes me think that it's... Yeah, maybe more like Phoenix Molly, but it definitely has an arc to it. Mm-hmm. I would think. Like, while well, Neon's yeah, basically goes straight. Oh. Um, I, w- I was thinking that these ones probably have, like, an, an arc. It seems like it's a lob of an orb. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only yeah. one of Haunt and one of C's, but there's two Prowlers, and the Prowler looks pretty cool. And the Prowler is the C. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Here. Yeah, we'll so get, get there. there. So about the E, I mean, it seems like a cool ability. I don't know if it'll rival Sova. Like, if that's like their goal for this, I. I mean, I guess it does ping, but it seems more destructible. It seems more like a Reyna eye that that you that kind of gets used as like a Sova dart. Yeah, yeah, man. But it seems like you get more warning if it's gonna like if you're gonna not only see it come towards you, right? But then it's gonna hit the ground and then pop up and then you can shoot it for a set like half a second or something before it pings you. Um, yeah, like it seems like it has more time to be able to deal with that or like get out of its range. Um, 
you know, like be- before, uh, unlike right. a Sovadar, which is kind of like if it hits the wall, you're wondering like, okay, is it going to bounce from here or not? And then it's either going to stick and immediately ping. Or I guess it does probably take like half a second because you can shoot it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like it, it, it seems like a Sovadar dart is going to be harder to destroy. And it has the possibility, especially at our ELO, of pinging three times. Uh, which the, is uh, super the, nice. The, I feel like the counterpoint to that, though, Chase, is that the whole point of a Rainalier is like when you throw that Rainalier in, like, yeah, the enemies can shoot the Rainalier, but that means they're not shooting your team if your team is pushing in with the Leer. So yeah, the but there's a difference when you're talking about an initiator, someone that's trying to like gather like information. Like, I'm assuming this character is supposed to be. Versus a duelist where your goal is to take space. Well, yeah, but, like, the the initiate the initiator in most cases should not be the first onto site. So, like, yeah, obviously, by the time you have to re-equip your gun after you've thrown this ability out, probably at that point the thing is close to being in the air and destructible. But, like, if your team is pushing in right behind it, now if you're on site, you have to decide between shooting this thing that's going to reveal you and shooting the people who are entering site. And maybe you get one pick, but then get revealed and then trailed so the rest of the team knows where to swarm you after, you know, you uh, get that pick and not shoot it. Or you shoot it, and then that gives the rest of the enemy team the chance to just advance on your position anyway. Okay, but fuck it. Half the time you know where they went anyway. You're like, okay, well, they definitely dick, like dipped into CT. Like, you know where they are. The the trail is going to tell you specifically like exactly where they are, but like if it goes around a corner, you're not going to know if like they're holding that corner or they went further or where they are from there, well, right? Like, okay, but you're I just going to see that on that, the ground. It's the same yeah, but thing. I think that that has potentially in some situations more value than Sova's dart does, because with Sova's dart, it's like okay, I know I ping two people on site, but like I don't know if they're still hiding on site. Maybe they just like retreated behind cover, and therefore. I didn't get any more pings off that. Mm-hmm. But like, if you reveal someone with this ability, you can, as you're pushing into site, it's either very obvious, like, okay, they're still hiding on site somewhere. We need to clear these angles. Or if you see their trail leaving, then it's like, okay, like we have sight. Like they're not, they're not here. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we don't know how long the trail sticks around for. We know that you have a trail debuff for 12 seconds, but does the trail stick around and, for that right. entire 12 seconds like or is there like like a four second cooldown on the first steps right and then it just mm-hmm. continues to fade as you walk away further um, yeah and just to be clear you're saying 12 seconds a lot chase the 12 seconds came from the reddit post which talked about his alt i believe um the post by uh, mike from valor leaks is worded slightly differently and i don't see anything about the specific i'm seeing that it lasts 12 seconds i see 12 seconds where are you on seeing that uh, I'm looking at it on God, like the sportsrush.com. Like yeah, Twitter. that's the same that. photo that I was looking at, um, Boof, where mm. there it's like from a video where they were explaining, I think the Valorant Curios video, um, where they were explaining it and they have like the icons for each of them and like the official looking um like descriptions. Yeah, Although, 12 seconds yeah, and Mike's wording is Mike's suit. wording is different though, and I tend to trust Mike over that screenshot because the screenshot could very well be from an in progress build that got tuned back or changed. Well, I so, mean, it's definitely in progress because if you read through the ones that I was right. reading through, like there are typos, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, okay, well, this could be fucking fake, or there it was just quickly written up, 
you know, like nobody has gone through and edited this. Like there's, there's literally typos in it that don't make any sense. Um, right. So that kind of made me think like, maybe this is not completely true, but I mean, everything seems to be confirming that this is the next agent now. And especially that like Mike from Valley leaks, um, yeah. tweet like is confirming a lot of stuff, but like any leak, anything here can be changed. Right. Nothing is confirmed to be in the game yet. This is just like data mined or like external source gathered. It's not like this is official in the game yet. So yeah. any of these things can be changed, but I'm pretty sure that the 12 seconds is uh, a part of it as of what we yeah. know right now. As of what we know right now, the 12 seconds is a is is definitely part of this. Okay. Um, so if, do we have anything more to say about the E or should we move on to the Q next? Yeah, let's move to the Q. Okay, so Q is C's. Equip and fire an orb, which will stay in the air for a max of 1.5 seconds, and then slam to the ground. When the orb hits the ground, enemies within the radius will be tethered, and will take damage and be deafened. And this is the quote from Mike. Uh, the screenshot is a little different in that it says they'll take 75 decay damage and will be nearsighted. So the wording is a bit different there, and I think it also mentions the thing that Chase said about being able to like detonate it early. So once again, there's a bit of a conflict there in terms of what actually the ability is. Um, but that's the ability. And it's also worth noting that since it says equip and fire an orb for the Q, and it also starts with that for the E as well, it could be like Reyna, where you, know, you can choose whether to use the Q or the E with the orbs that you have available. Yeah, so like similar to Reyna or Aster, you're it seems like you're going to buy these orbs every round. Yeah. Um, oh, and then you can you'll have a recharge on each of your abilities on your Q and your E. Um so you can save your orbs to use them all as Q if the cooldown comes up, or all as E if the cooldown comes up, whatever you want, right? Oh interesting. Okay. I, I didn't pick up on that. Um, um but did, were you saying that the one from Valoleaks didn't have any of that extra stuff? It didn't say the early deploy. It didn't say the near sight. It didn't say, like... Well, just to be clear, it didn't say the early deploy. And instead of saying near sight, it says deafened. Which I it don't know if that's a synonym for, for the too. same thing or if that is actually a difference. Uh, it might be the same thing, like paranoia. Because currently in the game, there's no status that's deafened but not nearsighted. Everything that deafens you also nearsights you currently. So it could be a synonym, maybe not. What does this tether mean? Does that mean like kind of like how the Astra suck? Uh, the way that I see tether is when when Reyna is healing, she's tethered to that orb, mm -hmm. right? Like that trail that goes from the orb to you is the tether, and so I think that it will show like lines. But they're not allowed yeah. to leave it for five seconds, right? Yes. So I think it operates more like an Astra suck that also blinds you or that also like paranoias you basically. And it says by you cannot escape by normal means. Does that mean you can jet dash or race? You would probably jet dash. Yeah. Or OTP will all get you out of it. Neon run and Brimstone beacon might also get you out of it. I don't know. That would be pushing it a bit. Yeah, maybe you're tethered like you have a rope attached to you to the center kind of like kind of deal. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but you're not like sucked into the center. Yeah, that, that's the right. Way like that you I can't see. you can't leave the area maybe, but like you're able to move around as normal. That would be an interesting mechanic. 
Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Although, does um, it say that it sucks you towards the center? No, it does not. Not in the not in the Mike thing. No, not in the Valor leagues. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say if nearsighted is a part of this and not just sound deafening, a new status effect. I think that ability is extremely OP and will be brokenly strong. I, I think if you can be hit by something that limits you to a certain radius, gives you some amount of damage, and also makes you not able to see outside of people pushing you up close when why would they if, you know, that ability has just been cast? I think that is way too strong of an ability. Um, I think that's dumb. But uh, I so I really hope the deafened thing is actually new rather than being near. Yeah, I, I'm... With Hunter, I hope deafened means deafened and not nearsighted. Yeah, I, it seems really strong. Um, obviously, yeah. it can't pull you into an angle if it's what we're talking about. If it's more like an Astrosuck, then maybe it will be able to. But I'm thinking if it's not, then it can't pull you into an angle. It can't pull you off the spike. Um, but yeah, but it, it does seems do the insane to do the decay damage and... Like, that would be insane with combo, and 75 decay damage is a ton. Like, that's a fucking lot, man. Half your health. Yeah. That's half your health. Yeah, at full health. But you might just, most likely, you'll be 1 HP after this. Like, Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, is there any... Is there any realistic way to do, like, 75 or 74 damage, I mean? Or, like, right around 70? So well, I mean, a, a classic uh, headshot is a classic frenzy or specter headshot is seventy-eight. So I'm saying that would kill you, right? Yeah. Uh, and like I'm thinking of like a two body Sova shot. shock dart. Yeah, two body shots you. with a rifle would kill you. Um, obviously, Marshall would kill you. Like, like yeah, the seventy-five is like that. That's big. That yeah, that's huge. I just I'm wondering like what's the range on this thing? Like it has seven, to either have a small yeah. range or eight. it has to be like significantly destructible. Like where it where is this destructible? Well, it's this it doesn't mention destructibility at all, so it seems like it's not. It seems to me like the counterplay is that since it's in the air for it says a max of one point five seconds, it seems like the idea is that it's gonna like take some time to actually pop. So, like, you'll see it coming in, and if you're not affected by, like, a, a stun or something, you'll be able to move out of the way before it pops. So it's kind of well, like... 1.5 seconds is not a long time. So I'm wondering, like, what the movement speed of this object is. This is true. This is true. Right, so, it, like, says, is it a very close-range use? I don't... It says upon hitting the ground, it will lock in place and begin to cook for half a second. Oh, I'm so, assuming it's destructible then. I know, it... Never mentions destructibility. I don't know. No, why but it could be destructible during like the. the I, I don't think it makes second. any sense to say that it is destructible because the E is specifically called out as being destructible, yeah. and this is not. There, so it no seems like the destructible. Yeah. I don't know why you're kind of stuck on that idea. I mean, there's a lot of utility that is destructible. Like, yeah, but I feel like if they would say mention... it in the thing, right? Like, does, yeah, but given how they the, given the how Sova they drone doesn't e. say destructible. The the like sky dog doesn't say destructible. But they are, like... Okay, but given how it mentions destructibility on the E and does not mention destructibility on the Q? Yeah, so that that's a better argument, and I, I didn't know that. I was just thinking in general. That makes sense. Yeah. It looks like you get half a second after it hits the ground to get out of that range. And seven meters is pretty short, so, like, it's not a big range. 
I just I feel like it could be very strong, but honestly, like we have no idea how this is going to interact with anything. Like, there's so many new terms in these abilities that we just don't know what they mean that it's very yeah. hard to to give a valid opinion on them before they're in game. Yeah, and I will say props to the Valorant devs for pushing the envelope and trying new things. Uh, you know, they're really going for Silva's place in the meta that he's not a must pick in certain situations. It just seems like maybe they went too far, but once again, that's a big maybe. We'll have to see. Uh, Boof, what are your thoughts? You've been you've been a little quiet here. What do you think about his Q? I'm just listening. Uh, his Q, yeah, it's cool. I'm kind of more focused on the E. The Prowler seems pretty sick, but I'll wait till we. Oh, talk the about C. That. Uh, the C. Yeah, I think. Well, do we have it. anything else about the Q before we move on? No, to let's the C. move on to that. Yeah. Okay, so C so, is the Prowler. Uh, uh, did you want to just cover it, Boof, since you're excited about it? Yeah, uh, equip, fire to send a creature out, which will travel travel in a straight line looking for enemies and or trails. Hold fire and move mouse to see the creature in the direction you are facing. When the creature finds a trail or enemy, it, it will move toward them. Upon reaching the enemy, it will start a 0.5 uh, cook time. Yeah, there's actually, there's a lot of misspells in here. Uh, cool time. And then near sight the closest enemy for three seconds. Only one creature can latch on that trail. And so there's two of those, and I think it's cool because it's like it's kind of like a boom bot, but you can move it like a like a sky or jet like a jet smoke kind of. You know what I mean? Or like a sky flash, right? Or a sky flash, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that'd be pretty cool. It seems like a sky seeker that you can that you have to move until it sees somebody or hits a trail. Right. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if it hits a trail, it means it has to be comboed with one of your other abilities that creates a trail. Right. Um, yeah. So I feel like that could have some interesting plays, but, you know, then it has to be like combined with your E or your uh, your ult. Um, it did say that when the creature finds a trail or enemy, it will move toward them. So it doesn't have to mean trail, but it is cool yeah. that well, it locks on both. You... It implies that if there's a trail, you don't need to actually steer it. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, because it'll follow there. the trail. Yeah, yeah, like you would a boom bot. You just kind of toss it out there. Mm. Yeah, and the, oh. the big question, too, is it says it can follow trails. Do those trails have to be revealed by another ability, or can it follow footsteps that you haven't found with another ability? I would because... assume that it has to be revealed by that ability because yeah. it, it says only when they have a trail debuff, like trail debuff is specifically like bolded um, or in all caps. So I would assume that it would follow a trail as in you, it has to be revealed by somebody Like you have to combo it to do that. Could be, could be. Yeah, the the Mike the Valor League's description just, just says can follow trails, but the other one being more specific might be right. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have no clue. But it does sound very cool. I think the C sounds very interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's cool because you can get it around a corner to like maybe you pinged someone with, with like your E, um, but it was like around a corner, and then you can toss this thing out, which then. You can get around the corner, you can steer it, and then it's going to pick up on that trail and follow them. Yeah. Like, who knows how long it's going to be you out. You can probably be aggressive. You throw, like, a haunt out, get, like, three or two enemies trailed, and then you throw out. You can throw out two prowlers, and then you get two of those, and you just push with it. I think, I think that would be cool. Like, you kind of know, yeah. we played Risk of Rain 2 the other day, and yep. 
we we kill these things and we have the drones it's kind of like you know like like a own drone if you push with it if that makes sense because mm-hmm. in a way i guess i don't know i think it's cool i, yeah, I think it's super cool it's gonna act like like the sky ult right where you can push behind it and mm-hmm. they have to be concerned about not only this thing that's gonna blind them in a second but then you you pushing behind them right so uh it can definitely give you space because people are gonna want to run from it um does or like you know, net you some kills does sky ult nearsight you if it hits you yeah okay uh, no, no no it does not it nearsight fu- you it, it fully blinds people. right no it concusses it concusses you can't see no though. but you you can't see you're also blind no you're concussed the sky oh sky ult oh oh i thought you said sky dog yes 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 sky ult no, does sky near ult in yes. your okay. sights and yeah okay and concusses just, or okay, just to be clear sky ult near sights you sky dog concusses you there's no Got overlap it. between yeah those. yeah no we we okay, uh yeah. sorry i just was confused we were talking yeah. about ult the whole time so it'll be it's similar yeah, to like a single like sky, sky jellyfish okay. Yeah, I wanted I... to go back to what Boof said there too, because he he pointed out the language where it says that the uh, it says only one creature per trail. So that statement there indicates that if you don't, if you just send out the creature and forget about it after you found some trails. So I suppose you throw out your alt or your e, and you find two different enemies that are revealed and trailed. You can then send out two prowlers, and one will go towards each enemy while you then push the site. And now have your prowlers hounding the enemies as well as your your team pushing in on them. And I think mm-hmm. that's really cool and really unique. Yeah, it's it's a it's kind of like when people push with the Silva Dar or Silva Drone in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play the game very aggressively, and so like any characters who like push are like ones I play. Yeah, like Chamber did sound cool to me, but he doesn't. You don't really push with a Chamber. Yeah, certainly sense. doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, definitely not the way Cass plays. Um, yeah, but I definitely want to try this agent. Like, just in general, I, I'm a hundred percent going to try because obviously, like, I play a lot of Sova. Um, but right. I think this could be a really interesting way to like mix up and maybe play a bit more aggressive. Um, on that initiator role, something like like a KO, but with more of a Sova toolkit. Um, yeah like in that initiator role and I, I really like that. Um I mean if we want to get into the the last ability that the old Well hold on, right before we get there, just like a comment that I was thinking of and it, admittedly I'm not sure how viable this would be, but like kinda how we're talking about like the the haunt ability, the E that like you, you see you seem to think that it's gonna be a lot easier to shoot down than like a Sova Dart would be. Mm-hmm. But if you combo that with something like a Reina Eye or a Sova Dart, so if you're running both this new agent and Sova, like it, it kind of puts you in like a catch twenty two, right? Like fucked if you do, fucked if you don't. Between like, like which, which one, one do you shoot? shoot? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I, I, you know, I think there's definitely some potential there. And similar thing with like a Reina Eye, right? Like if you combo this agent with Reina. And you you chuck this in, and Reyna leers through. Like you'd have to have really good communication with your team, and have two people that could shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. And if and you got they... two people who are shooting stuff, no one's watching the entrance. Right. And think of how many times I like you play a game, and no one on your team shoots that Reyna, and 
But you know what's even worse than that? No one ever shoots a skybird. Think of like ever. No one. Everyone just like lets it hit. Yeah. Nobody think shoots of, a fucking skybird. Think of this new ability. Yeah, is, like, uh, it's like decently. It's not like slow. Ish. I don't know how fast it'd be. But think of like when your teammates won't hit that and they're slow orbed and now they're stuck in this little bubble. You know. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot you can do with it. Yeah, and that's a big thing. How fast will will these abilities be? That's a, a thing that we just do not know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, it seems like similar to a neon, like no matter where it hits, it'll just drop down, which mm-hmm. could lead to some interesting lineups. Um, but who knows how long this thing can stay in the air or like how far it can travel at all. But we actually know exactly how long this thing can stay in the air. Well, yes, but like I'm saying, <laughs> like how how far is it going to travel in that time? We right. don't know where. Yeah, you that can we get don't know. It. Yeah. Okay, but going on to the alt here because I I think the alt's the coolest part by far. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. So the alt. Uh, you send out a wait. Hold on, I'm clicking on a link and it's taking me somewhere. Um, send out a wave of dark mist. If the mist hits an enemy, they will be deafened, trailed, and decayed. Which like, holy fuck! What do like you guys? That, that, like when you insane. think of this ability, what do you guys think in your head? Because I'm thinking like, like a very light kind. Of, like think of a viper all as like heavy. Thinking of a viper all, I was thinking viper all, but like viper all, but you can thin, see through it. It's thin, but it's like a omen color. Yeah, like an omen that, that is, color. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a super omen that. paranoia for sure. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but yeah. like, okay, so super paranoia. But is it going to be directional? Is my question. I don't know, but it specifically oh. says trailed. Since it says wave, that sounds like directional to me. Because a wave has to go in some direction. I'm thinking like... But it could the... emit from all directions in like a Yeah, a, a wave does not necessarily like need to be directional. Like a that... ripple is a wave. The icon is kind of reminding true. me of like a breach alt if you're looking at it. So maybe it kind of works like that where it's just like... You, like don't you could do it to a whole site or something. Well, yeah, yeah it, go I, through walls. It, it or does. Something. It does look like a breach alt in the icon. I I didn't even think to look at the icons with the mist though. I wonder if it does go through walls because like an omen paranoia can if it's like that. But and the breach alt of, goes through walls. Too. Yeah, but if we're thinking like a viper ult, it does not. And does like mm-hmm. this quote unquote mist have like contact with walls and cannot go through them? I would assume that it can go through them, but. Um, that's just, I think, an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. It does say I'll a wave. It, so, it yeah. can, maybe it might be like a breach salt, because it's not like a... It doesn't sound like it's going to stay there. If it's a if it's a wave, it's more like a breach salt, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. seems like the ultimate fucking we're exploding onto site tool. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Because if you're, you're trailed and blind and yeah. deaf, like no, no, they're and, not blind. Uh, they're not decayed. blind. They can see. Well, we don't know that. We think I, deafened might be a synonym for no, because they specifically said, or... they specifically said near sight on the sea ability. Except they didn't in the one that Hunter's looking at. Yes, it says deafened for both. What even right. is deafened? Is that the we don't really know. Okay, no, no. Deafened is when you get hit by Omen's paranoia. Not only are you nearsighted, but you're also deafened. Oh, they're, they're interesting. Two separate things. Oh, you're nearsighted. Two separate and, does it say yeah. you're nearsighted they're, they're and deafened? The, here's the thing, Cass. They're not separate in the game as of now. Because yes, they are. These... Reina, Reina oh, no, no, nearsights no. does not deafen. It does deafen. Reina doesn't. Reina weir doesn't deafen, does it? 
yeah, if you're affected by the leer, you are deafened. You cannot hear past the range that's uh, that you can see. Really? And the same thing with the sky alt as well. Yeah, the omen paranoia, the sky alt, and the right, rain yeah. leer yeah. all work the same way in which yeah, it deafens right. you, as well as the nearsight. So they will be trailed, deafen, and decay. What is decay? Is that the viper? That's the viper, yeah. like yeah. viper mechanic. Thing. Okay, but at least what I am currently looking at specifically makes or specifically uses the word nearsight for the sea ability, and does not for any of the other ones. So I'm really leaning towards deafened is going to be its own debuff. Like it I could I be, think. but I I I'm not confident about that at all. Like I, I I feel like it almost has to be. That's way too fucking good if it's not. I can imagine, like, say you're attacking on Haven, you're pushing a. Think of like, kind of like a breach alt radius, but you you send it through sewer all the way to Heaven, and everyone on site is trailed, deafened, and decayed for twelve seconds. That sounds kind of broken. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's that's crack. But then at the same time, you think of breach alt, and it's kind of broken. Like they can't really move. The shooting is less. You know. But no, okay. But here's the difference: is breach alt. You can kind of sometimes fuck off, right? Like, I've been breached alt before, and when you're not standing out in the open, you're not, you know, guaranteed to die. Perhaps mm-hmm. you can hide in some, like, some corner and people won't clear you in time um, and stuff like that. But breach alt doesn't last 12 fucking seconds. Yeah, 12 That is a long 12 time. 12 seconds is a fucking yeah. long-ass time. And because of the trail ability, it makes it that much harder to hide. Yeah, if you think of it, you oh, can plant true. three times in 12 seconds. And yeah, and obviously and it, it's going to make the, the speed at which this comes out, which we have literally no information of, is, is going to make a huge difference, right? Because like, if it's breach alt speed, that's disgusting. But if it's like sky alt speed, you know, it might yeah. force you to give up sight, but perhaps you won't be decayed, trailed, and deafened. So right. I, I think the speed at which these abilities deploy is actually really going to make a difference. Um, but overall, like I think that I think this agent sounds super fucking strong. Um, they don't seem like they're going to be a great op character, so I'm probably not going to play them a ton. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. But like that that opens it up for me to play them. So fuck it, you. It, it does look like. It does look like, I, I guess we're leaning towards the she here, but they are going to be a really fun agent. Um, like I, yeah. I think the kit seems super cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they are going to be a super fun agent. Um, I cannot wait wait to play them, and I'm stoked because it seems like I won't have a lot of competition when we're in a lobby, uh, because obviously we're going to have cats that's not going to want to play an initiator, because fuck that for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously hunters on his yoru grind and by the time this comes out probably still going to be in love with yoru don't think that's changing anytime soon um yeah there's one minor detail that you haven't like touched yet though in your ability to play this agent and it's the fact that nobody fucking plays smokes yeah i mean (laughs) that that's definitely a factor especially now that we have hunter that would fill smokes yeah. but is not and now doesn't yes yeah now just insta locks yoru every game so now i'm like well fuck now we have a chamber and a yoru like fuck how how are we gonna make this team comp work um <laughs> could be a jet and a yoru 
Yeah, that, yeah. that that would be worse. And Jet has smokes, so there we go. Easy. Yeah, easy yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then we have smokes and flashes, just like that. You know. Yep. All right, Booth. What do you think about this agent? Uh, I'm. I've actually just looked at the last couple of agents that came out, and I feel like every time an agent comes out, we think it's broken, and it's not. Like yeah. when Euro came out, we thought it was broken, and it wasn't, and he needed the buff, and now he's good. Uh, after that, Astra came out, and Astra's probably the best smoker in the game. After that, Ko came out, and it seemed broken because the flash and the knives, but it's not. It's kind of like a mid. It's like Ko's good, but he had to be buffed. Yeah. And then, yeah. then Chamber came out. You know, Chamber's pretty good. So it's like every time a character comes out, ever since Reyna, like the first character to come out, uh, was we thought they were crazy. Like remember when Sky came out? Uh, were you guys playing then? And every time he'd flash, everyone on my team be like, "That's broken." And now I think of a Sky flash. It's just another flash. I mean, that so, was nerfed at one point, but oh yeah, well, it true. was buffed before it got nerfed. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, but it, know, like, I yeah, just... I think that I, I agree that a lot of times we think an agent's going to be broken similar yeah. to now and it's not like I was bringing up this example the other day when we were first seeing this, uh, like these leaks that when Neon came out, the most recent agent, mm-hmm. everybody was like, holy fuck, like she can move so fast. It's going to fuck all of us up. Like, there's no way we're going to ever <laughs> counterplay this. It's going to be so broken and OP. And then now we're like, OK, well, there's a fucking Neon on the team. They're going to run in and die every round. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll say, I'll say sort of as a counterpoint, like, I never thought Neon was going to be broken. Like, I thought that her character was, seemed like, you know, it could fill a good void, but, like, there were some parts of her kit that yeah. didn't synergize all that well. I, I think well, we, it remains to be seen all the details of this specific agent. And so I'm not saying, I think they have the potential to be broken. I don't think they necessarily are, because there are a lot of ifs that we've thrown out today. I mean, another counter argument would be that a lot of people argue Sova's broken. And if this is supposed to be a character that rivals Sova, do they also have to be kind of broken? Hmm. So, like, okay, with the abilities we know now in the game, let's just, like, put it on to this new character. So all, let's just guess is a breach alt, right? Let's just guess they have some kind of recon and they have these two prowlers, and then I don't even know the other ability. I, but oh, that's like a tether. So yeah, a tether. Like an astrosuck. In the end, you can kind of liken that to an astrosuck. In the end, you could you could probably shoot the two prowlers just like the sky dog. Most of the time, sky dog is just for info; it doesn't really get anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can probably shoot the the recon and not get hit by it. And then he has that one other ability, the tether, and get out of it. And then what? You know, you, you can. Just like any other ability in the game, you can get out of it, it seems. It doesn't seem I mean, I, I would say that it is combining a lot of abilities that we consider good, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like, using, it's similar to a Sky ult, but not quite as powerful, right? It's similar to an After Suck, which we determined was the best piece of utility in the game a few episodes ago, um, before it got nerfed, that was. Um, right, right. Yeah, got and, nerfed? What? Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it got nerfed to hell. I mean, along with Astro, well, the, it's a, it's a, it. it's a two part nerf where she has one less star and the cooldown on her suck went up. That's the nerf. and and the radius oh, on the okay. suck went down. Oh, right, damn. right. Um, I didn't know. Yeah, and we, before that nerf, we likened that to the the strongest ability in the game. Uh, what else? What oh, yeah, like a breach ult. 
the weakest ability in the game? Yeah, I think we oh, talked I'm about. Sure. I I said Phoenix uh, Wall is the weakest. I've been saying that. I think Neon Wall is much that. weaker than the Phoenix Wall. I've, I'll be on record stating that. No, I think that I think the Phoenix Wall is probably a good bet for the weakest utility in the game. Although Neon, the Phoenix, Phoenix Flash Wall is similar. All right, Hunter, I had to come back from taking a piss right there just to call you out on that bullshit right there. Neon Wall is definitely <laughs> not weaker than Phoenix Wall. No, no, Phoenix yeah. Wall is Phoenix so much. Wall is so heals much worse. you, and you can curve it. And it doesn't block your vision on both sides. Yeah, but it takes a fucking goddamn hour to fucking throw out there. Neon Wall is like, bloop. It heals, but it only really heals good when you throw a molly, then you put the wall. And True, but like sometimes you don't need the full heal. Sometimes you take 20 damage and you just want to be topped up so you don't get immediately headshot. Yeah, yeah, and then you're that's a useless ability. For two for twenty health. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking useless. Like <laughs> well, yeah, but then you save your sage okay. to heal someone Hunter, else what do you, your sky. What do you think's yeah. the worst ability then? Because it's not neon, neon wall. wall. There's it no it is neon wall, yes. No yes. That is the worst ability in the entire game. <laughs> I, th- I think that you have a hard <laughs> yeah, argument but, between <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Phoenix Wall <laughs> and Phoenix Flash. Phoenix, Phoenix Flash, Flash is, is not bad. the worst ability in the game. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. No cat. I think you guys are just to be clear, Phoenix Flash is not good. That is correct. Like, I yeah. don't think it's a good flash, but it's it's no. not horrible. But you guys aren't talking about Jet Dash here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's correct. Jet Dash is like, actually the worst ability in the game. You're right. You're right. Okay. right, right but you like, mean I get to move from, like, point A to point B, which is, like, not a big distance. I could just run there. Okay, we, there's, the really we should go through every is, character. The really funny the thing worst, is uh, if we go is. back in time to, like, when Valorant launched, like, people would unironically agree with your statement cast, because Jet yeah. was considered the worst ability in the game. <laughs> Sorry, the worst character in the game. Okay, yeah, we should go so through fucked. every character right now and see their worst ability and put them together. Because then it's going to be Phoenix Wall. Like, look at Brimstone. What would you say Brimstone's worst is? I mean, the Stim Beacon, even after the, the buff. Beacon, yeah, and that's yeah. I mean, I would say, may, like, you maybe have a an argument for the Molly, but, like, it's still kind of, it's pretty good the molly's good yeah. the molly's good like like yeah. what about viper uh, i would say be here smoke orb yeah yeah or yeah. pretty good though it's what do pretty you think? good oh, oh omen's tp omen yeah. is the next one yeah omen's yeah, tp yeah i would say his tp is in uh, contention whoa, 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 wait wait hold on his ult his ult okay oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Omen yes. Omen okay and then uh cypher probably these traps oh. Oh, I would say ult. his cages are worse. I would say his cages are worse. I think Cyber's his cages ult. are worse than his ult or his. his oh wait, his ult is terrible because it only gets like their second. Like, yeah, for it one gets second. it gets you one second, and you need a corpse to get it off. Cipher ult is definitely oh, worse yeah. than his. Cage. You think that's worse than that's the cage? actually really bad? Yeah, I think, that's I think worse the cages than the cage. are much worse. The, the cage is only really good when you combo it with a a, tra- a trap. No, no, you you could you can have lineups for one ways with your cages. Yeah, but they're not—they're only going to be useful in certain circumstances where you have one ways, and that's—and the they're problem. definitely the worst like smoke in the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay. Like, the, issue, the issue with Cypher's cages okay. is that well, they've never, never Riot has never addressed something that was a problem from the beginning of the game, which is that at launch of the game, Cypher's cages slowed like a sage slow, as well as, of course, the loud noise when people came in and out of them. And then they and then Riot decided that they wanted to differentiate Cipher and Sage more, so they removed the slow. And as such, Cipher's cages have just been neutered ever since. They only make that noise, and that's all they do, which is okay, really not uh, that significant. When Cipher's cage is up and functioning as a smoke, you can't possibly tell me that that is worse than like say an Omen smoke, because at it's least much... you get the audio. 
Yeah, but it's so much so much shorter than an omen smoke. I I, I fucking threw out the qualifier there, saying when it is up. Well, but that's we're yeah, looking that's, at the entire you can't ability. Yeah, that right. Like like brim <laughs> smoke is not point. great, but the fact that it stays around for a fucking minute is incredible. How long does Cypher's Cage last? Not like three seconds or something like that. It's like not it's not three long. fucking. It's seconds. not three seconds. It's longer than that for sure. Think of Baz it's, it's all. Short. His all might actually be the worst in the game. His or all. I think. I think is like. I think it's fucking. His ult is just bad. I think his ult is. I think his ult is better than Omens though. Yeah, I guess in some situations. I think I his really... ult's better than Omens for sure, but like, it, I there's a good argument for it being his worst piece of utility. I, think I you still guys think are the really, cage. I think you guys are really shitting on the cages here, un, unfairly. I, I'm just saying, like, what... I mean, the what, cam's the worst piece of utility if Tony's playing. Yeah. <laughs> this is accurate. <laughs> yes, yes. Tony. All right, the next character is Sova. And think of this character, it's all it's good all the it's way around. It's shock darts. Shock darts the worst ability, but, shock like... Shock dart has to be the worst. They're still good. But, but still fuck, really it's, good, all good. But like, it's all good. It's all good. They're all fucking, like... <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Shock darts is the worst of a really stacked ability. What about, yeah. uh, what about yeah. Sage? Sage is the next one. Blows. A slow, yeah. I feel like it's still good though. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wait, hold slow, on. Hear me out here. Good. No, no. Hear me out here. What no. if it's her heel? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. All right. Next one. You're trolling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> okay, Phoenix. We're we're going. We're going. I mean, I'll I'll agree that wall is the worst for Phoenix. I mean, yeah. Okay, you think his wall uh, is better than his wall? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can you can hold you people more... off. You can it heals you for more, and you it. can block a choke point. And you point. can heal. Yeah. Can you not block a choke point with this wall? Well, sure, but you can push through it a lot easier. You, as much you push through it, there's it no like decay three, like Viper's wall. It does so like three take, damage. Like, it it yeah. does do like no damage when you push through it. If you push through it. Right to a neon. Wall, think of a neon wall. It's like 20 if you send it for like a second, basically. Mm-hmm. Alright, the, the next one is uh, Jet. Prior smokes because it no. they run out. Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck no. Dude. Updraft? <laughs> no, it's not updraft. Cause updraft is so good. Well, it ain't dash. So then, yeah, it's smoke. Knives? I, I don't think her knives so, are bad. No, knives are, are, knives are good. Dude, like, yeah. I feel like Jet just doesn't have worst ability. And I mentioned this in one of our like first <laughs> podcasts that we talked here, about this. No, no, I mentioned this in one of the like the very first podcasts in which we were like discussing the agents, if not literally the first one. And it's like you need all three pieces of Jet's kit for Jet to function the way Jet does. Like, if you don't have her smokes, that's that's massive. You can't smoke a dash into sight. If you don't have her updraft, you can't play off angles. Like, if you don't have your dash, you can't op as effectively. Like, it, well, I, I feel like her abilities are inseparable from one another because the way in which they work together. I think it's incredibly hard to say this ability is her worst one. All right, it's the passive then. Well, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say. Cass, okay, I, I can settle argument, on the passive. I can settle on the passive. Well, yeah. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't. I think Cass, your logic works for solo queue, but I think a lot of the times that you're talking about smoking and dashing in, you could have your controller throw down that smoke for you to dash in. Do so I for that reason, I do think burn... jet smokes is. Do it I waste... want my controller to burn a smoke that is it takes like too long though? Is if your controller is brim, nowhere for no have an extra the thing is, the thing is, yeah. it lasts too long for what to da- So I play jet, and for jet, whenever I smoke and dash in, 
I either go past it or take an off angle and the, the jet smoke disappears so I can true, see true. on site. When you have a brim smoke sitting there for like 10, 15 seconds, and there could just have, be a kid just starting hiding there, I guess yeah. if that makes sense. I'm with Boof on this one. Like, I I don't think it's as viable. Now, perhaps if you had a cipher and you asked your cipher yeah. to throw a cage out for you, now maybe we're in business. That, that so could like, work. Yeah, just like, to be clear, I think jet smokes are really, really good. I yeah. just think that it is clear that they are the worst yeah, ability of Jets. Yeah, they're all Soba's the holy grail, ability. and you can't pick one. No, I no, feel no, like but... smokes are the weak point of Jets kit. Relative, like, think, okay. Yeah. I think the shock darts, while still a really fucking strong ability, are in a slightly different category, is because Sova's pick rate would still be Sova's pick rate, even if his shock darts weren't there. True. Right. His drone, his recon dart, and his alt are the main parts of Sova's kit. And the shock darts are just a really good ability that's nice to have. Whereas Jed is not in the same boat. It's not like her updraft is a good ability that's nice to have. Or her smokes are just a good ability that's nice to have. Well, they all work in tandem with each other. I understand exactly what you're saying. But I still think that if we have to choose a... Like, we are literally trying to choose the worst part of this (laughs) agent's kit. And it is the smoke. settled on the passive. The no, passive, passive does not, is not an ability. I threw that out as a joke. <laughs> yeah, like, passive that is, is not real. an ability. <laughs> pass- yeah, I mean, you think of Jet without the passive, they can kind of do it. I, I mean, don't know how honest- you use the knives in the air, though. Yeah. To be honest, our our goal here in going through the agents was to find the worst ability in the game. And yeah. clearly, none of Jet's abilities <laughs> yeah. is the worst ability in the game. All right, move on. Next one. Okay, okay. Move next, on. Yeah. next one uh, to come out is Ray's. I'd say her satchel. I play Rez a lot. Her satchels. I'm always throwing out, uh, kind of like like a little mini nade to like get yeah. him away from like where I'm peeking, mm-hmm. and they do ten damage sometimes if it hits. Like if it did like like thirty, then it'd be nice. But well, they have to charge it, up now. Didn't to it do... used to do fifty. Yeah, it yeah. used to do seventy-five. It used yeah. to do seventy-five. You could kill a full Ooh. health enemy with two immediate detonations. I think it should be doing more than ten because it's technically. I do think it should do more than ten. It's a C4. well. The thing is, it also works as your. It's it's her movement ability. Movement ability. Yeah. Um. So like that's uh, why they nerfed it. I don't think any part of Raze's kit is going to be the worst in the game too. No, but there, there's no way. But I yeah. would say that the satchel is probably there as as mm-hmm. the worst part of her kit. But there's nothing that they need to change about that. Obviously. Would right. you yeah. would you rather have the boom bot over the satchels? Yes, yeah, yes. for sure. Yes, absolutely. I only really use satchels to get people away, like uh, or to ult. You don't really push in with it too much. Yeah, but like, really, all right, all right, like people have some nasty satchel. Like, there, there's so like now. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking like if I were to bring up someone like flights, for example, yeah. he obviously would prefer to have the satchels because he's just a god at satcheling to places. Mm-hmm. But like. It, the Roomba gets you so consistent the value thing is, at all. The fl- even if flights though. get shot out of the sky. Like, anyone yeah. could double satchel, do some crazy shit. All it takes is one guy just uh, hang him in the head. Like, yeah. But the Boombot, like, gives you info. It could, like, mm-hmm. do a little damage. It gives you kills sometimes after you die. Like, that's nice. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to I say s- the Boombot's bad. Yeah. Like, I still or, can't or believe that in the Valorant bad. beta, Ray's had two grenades and she got an additional oh, one I remember two that, kills. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> yep. That's kind that's of insane. so fucked. I, I do. Yep. Okay. I would bitch about this. As a general rule of thumb, I'd complain a lot if this were introduced, but like, I feel like potentially there should be some more instant sources of damage 
the same way Raze has her nade and Sova has his shock darts. I think we could use because like Ko's nade takes too long to yeah. pulse for damage. Like I, I, I think we could use some more instant sources of damage, just as like a, like you could hard call out somebody's hiding in this cubby. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a completely separate topic. Like that'd be worth saying. No, no, it is. It is. I, I'm yeah. non sequitur for sure, mm-hmm. but I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, right. so who's after raise? The next one, I'm going by like the order they came out to. Uh, mm-hmm. Breach. Um, I just, I don't know what's aftershock. Called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Just gonna call it's so easy to dodge or call his E. I'm, I, I would say I might aftershock. E. If the E didn't recharge, I'd have yeah. to just hard say E. But because the E recharges, I might have to say aftershock. Yeah, I would say the aftershock yeah, is clearly aftershock. the choice here for the reason that excluding the one situation of post plant where you can guarantee that you know the enemy is in this exact location, like in all other situations other than post plant, there are very few times when like someone can't get past it or go behind it very but easily. But it definitely clears damage. it clears angles very well. It clears angles like it cubbies. works it works similarly. Oh yeah. You can use it similarly to a Molly. When, like, you're just like, hey, you can't push me right now while I'm putting Spike down. Like, yeah. The same way you drop a Molly on a choke point. Or I'm also thinking it's just... But it doesn't best. last as long. It's the best fucking hard counter to Killjoy all. Yeah, but once again, that's very situational. So. It is situational. And, like, I do, I do think that I'm going to say the the Aftershock. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I am going to go with that being his worst ability. But, like... Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I think agree. I don't think his abilities are landing himself as the worst. Okay, next. The next is Reyna. Um, heal earlier. Heal? <laughs> what? Yes, you're you're on. Yeah, you're, Lear. If it's if Lear. You're not, if you're Lear. not just hard smurfing, the, like, like you, you, you need your Lear to get on site as no. Reyna. What else are you gonna do? How how the fuck else you, you have a you have a character? You're not that, going that to flashes. be a solo flasher as Reyna yeah. if you are having yeah. a good team comp. Yeah, like Reyna's flashes are not that good also, because they can, can be shot. You can do the same thing as like most age, most agents after they run out. You two, you just rob peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like Reyna, I think it's the Leer. Reyna as a duelist is designed to entry and take space, and mm. I think the Leer is integral to that. The thing is, the heal is so good. You're the one who's talking about, like, at length, how Rain is the best lurker in the game. (laughs) I think Rain is a really fucking good lurker. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're the one who supports the Rain of Mains who insta-lock and then, like, don't play with their team the entire game. So I don't know what you have to say. for your team going in. So, yeah, Lear is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I can be on, like, I can be in mid. I can flash for my team, like, B-Garage. Because it goes through walls and shit, and then I can work my way through mid. All right, the next one is very. Let's go. Let's go. I have yeah. a very strong opinion on this. Uh, Killjoy, it's got to be her little uh, robot. Alarm her yeah. alarm bot. Her alarm bot is terrible if you think about it compared yep, to like as... uh, Chambers. Yeah. Chambers is one fifty. Yeah, hers as... is two hundred. She only gets one. Yeah, as as someone who plays Killjoy the most in this current discussion, I would have to fully agree. Uh, you know, her alarm bot is all right for what it does, I mean, finding out that enemies exist, but it's vastly inferior to Chambers' uh, 
trademarks. So I, yeah. I think the big thing here with Killjoy is it's not her fucking alt. It's not her turret, and it's not her nanos. Ergo, yeah. it's must the alarm be bot. the alarm bot. <laughs> this is mm. true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the next one is Sky, And I got to say, probably her dog. Cause no, it's her heel. Because... It's her heel. I the heels are overrated, dude. I think it's the heel. The heels it's... are overrated. They're good. They're nice to have. They're overrated. You should not pick an agent because, oh, I can heal. I think that's a stupid decision. I, I kind of agree gonna, with the dog. I'm going to side with Booth on Sage, this one. How no, many no, times if you're going have to you pick Sage, like... you pick Sage because of her wall and her slows and her res. I think the right. dog is so much more valuable for information than the dog like, is a fucking insanely good ability. Yeah, the, like the I think the heal is the worst because like sure it can heal multiple enemies at a time, but it's enemies? not gonna sorry, not enemies. <laughs> teammates <laughs> at a time. The ultimate BM move. Yeah, heal your enemies. You're in like a one v. You're in a one v three. Your team calls so like, yo, everybody's one shot, and you're just you like, hold on, up. hold my beer. And you pull out your heal, heal the enemy team. <laughs> yo, good God, nerf to dude. Scott. If if they're in the radius, your enemies heal too. <laughs> I've just been like, I've been screwed over more times by, oh, they don't have a sage. I shot this guy this much right and then their sky heals them in like the first couple rounds and i die to it because i think he's lower than to a dog that i shoot or that bites me and gets rid of it in two seconds like i've really never died from oh i'm getting bit by a dog and someone's pushing with it but then you get stunned the dog, I yeah, think the the dog is really way. easy to shoot it's and so the easy heel to shoot. comes in clutch and towards the end of round. Yeah, the, the dog clears. The dog is so, so loud. Many fucking angles. But it's the so dog, loud the dog is the slow. same fucking thing as the sofa drown. Except it's it doesn't see as far. It's worse. It's it's worse. It's, a, it's, it's much worse, worse than this. A Silver lot drone. worse. Yeah. The silver drone is a little harder to shoot because up in the air. This. Okay, but the, and then hold on. You guys were talking about the boom the bot here too. You're really hyping up the boom bot here, and now you're gonna shit. Yeah, no, I, I I think like, that instead on. of silver drone, no, no, no. the key thing with the boom bot is if you don't shoot the boom bot, you fucking die. I never shoot boom bot. One fifty damage. Well, if you all, don't shoot you, the dog and someone's all, pushing behind tank, it, you also die. If you tank the, the boom bot, I believe you no longer damage. die at full health. I think the silver dog only does like 20 damage. Could be wrong. Uh, the yeah, dog so does, does, dog does not Sky do dog? 30. <laughs> That's so bad. 15 or 30? Right, 15 right. or 30. I don't That's, remember, but either way, it's not very much. I'm just going to say, every single one of you said silver dog. It's Sky Dog. Come Think on. of a Roomba <laughs> with a bomb on it, okay? That should be a, doing a, a lot of damage, like a good amount of damage. Okay, one, Think of a wolf. Think of a angle. wolf that's you biting you. How is that only doing 30 damage? A, bite, a wolf is biting your arm off, and it does 30 damage? That is nothing. <laughs> yeah, that I'm is so it also bad. stuns you, and it yep. clears okay, the angle. Well, like, okay, I got, I got Roomba coming at me, right? I don't need to shoot that shit. Raze is going <laughs> to peek do. behind it. You I'm going to opt to Raze. And I'm gonna hit the TP button and fuck on out of there. That's yeah, only because you're a fucking up crotch, Cass. It's <laughs> yeah. only a chamber thing, though. Yeah, right, right. It's only like a chamber thing. coming towards you when you're holding a long angle. It's yeah. not gonna get there in time. Neither is a sky dog. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, dude, Must no, be I, nice. I, I, I like opping close angles. Also, no, dude, like I just I just don't need a shoot raise boom bots. Like that's whatever. Okay. <laughs> The sky, the sky dog. <laughs> We're on sky. Why are we talking about raids? <laughs> yeah, what the this heck? is such a dumb. All right, let's get the next. One. <laughs> next one. Yeah. Okay. The next one is Yoru, and we're gonna do like after patch. 
Do you guys want to yeah, do okay. before or after patch? No, no, after, uh, of course. After TP patch, after patch. Ability. Okay, no, it's you have to call TP itself, the entire TP as inability, and that's not his worst. Wait, is it? Is the, wait, is, the, is the clone his worst? The clone would have to be if you're yeah. not going to let me single yeah. out the fake TP. Yeah, no, you can't. Well, okay, wait. for anything else. What about his ult? No, the ult's ult, pretty now fucking good. Now you can flash out of it. Down during it. Hunter never really does that shit. Every but time it, I spectate Hunter, he's he never does. fucking he does. abilities and shit. He does, he does, but it takes so long to get out of, I've realized. Mm. Like, he does the flash, and it takes, like, three seconds to get out, and they're already on yeah, the flash by then. Yeah, the, you have to, like, this, redo this it really kinda, quick. Yeah, this, this kind of ties back into my progress with Yoru, but one of the things about his ult is that you ideally actually want to engage someone at long range with his ult now that his ult doesn't have a vision restriction, because you want time for your flash to actually pop so that you can ult out of it and have your gun out in time so that if they looked away from the flash, you still shoot them. And that's something I'm trying to get better at. So Boof is correct in, in saying this. Um, I still feel like because of the flexibility and all the different plays you can do with his ult, uh, you would have to put down the clone is the right answer. I think the clone's the worst ability. Well, uh, it's so easy to it. turn from. Like, I know yeah. Cass says that he shoots it every time, but, like, I'll shoot it often, but I turn from it, like, so easily. It's yeah, probably okay, the like, most I mean, easy flash the, to turn from in the game. Yes, but the big thing for me isn't the getting blinded. It's the fact that I now have to chamber or like cycle the bolt. No, it's I have to cycle my op shot. That's the big thing. Yeah. Like it's not the fact that I'm getting blinded because I typically don't get blinded. Like I'm jiggling an angle with an op, and I just jiggle back behind cover, so I'm not getting blinded. But there's now a period of time in which I am cycling that bolt that people can push onto site. And I can't peek that because I don't have a gun to shoot them with. Like that—that's the big thing for me about the Oro clone. But but I'm fair with saying Yoru clone is the worst of his abilities. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Next agent. Next agent. Astra. Uh, post concussion. Post concussion. Concussed. Yeah. Mm. It's I don't know. It's very like. It's situational. I, I don't know. Yeah. Very situational. Next agent. What you use when your gravity wells on cooldown and you don't yeah. want to pop a smoke. Yeah. The next one is KO. Probably his uh, Molly. It's got to be his Molly. Yeah, Molly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But still and pretty then, uh, okay. The next one is going to be Chamber. <laughs> uh, uh, Headhunter. 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 Is that the Sheriff? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. Really? It's good, but like, it, it's got to be his worst ability. Yeah, it's, it's good, but yeah, yeah, definitely. It's his worst. by far and away the most circum like the ADS, the ADS on that. When whenever I play Icebox, it's crazy. I always oh, it's, die it's, to ADS like, chamber. I, I'm not saying it's not good. It's really fucking strong, and there's a lot of rounds, like specifically when we lose pistol, and maybe I died early, so I've still got a couple headhunter shots left. But even if I don't have any, it's like, okay, I can afford to buy one or two headhunter shots and full buy next round. And I can turn that into two kills. Potentially. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's good, but it's it's not like it, it has to be his least favorite ability. Mm hmm Yeah, it's definitely his worst. Alright. Yeah. The last one, and then after that, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go back, and then you guys just tell me if you think it's the worst. I'm gonna go back okay. through all the characters. Uh, last one was Neon. 
Neon wall, easy. If anyone disagrees, they're wrong. I think I got to say it's a sprint. I play. I used to play it. What? Main neon when she came out, dude. The amount of times you get killed when your sprint is out is insane. Yeah, but that's yeah, bad but gameplay. You... That's not bad ability. <laughs> gameplay. That's, that's you being shattered. Shots fired. Shots fired at the I, No, I mean, store. I'm saying like I get thirty. I get thirty kills, and I yeah. still randomly get just shot with my my sprint out. And I, f- and well, I, like, feel, like I feel like that's just because you're not pulling out the sprint in the right time there. Like it's got its time and its Ooh. place. Ooh. Wow. Okay. And like, yeah. the, <laughs> like the sprint I think is we really one v one. Oof, v Cass. Oh yeah. Serious shade. Oof would fucking here. wreck me. Yeah. No, oh, just... I feel like you got to do it. I feel like you got to do it now, Cass. Okay. The best part of it is when you're like rotating. You can rotate fast. Yeah. But when there's yeah. someone nearby and you're sprinting, it's a free kill for them. You don't have your gun out. And it happens so much. Like, even today, I got, like, five kills on this Neon. That's, like, the main part of her kit. Yeah. And I, if you're talking about Sprint, you bad. also have to talk about Slide. Because we're, like, those are kind of the same ability. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's slide overrated. Slide. Slide's I think overrated. Slide's pretty bad. Because you don't have better aim. You have actually have worse aim than No, just but so you can cross an angle pretty well. Yeah. yeah, it can get you out of dodge. But, like, I, I do think the Slide's overrated. Yeah. Let's go back. Uh yeah. So brimstone, uh, stem that's pretty good. Viper orb that's good. Just tell me when you guys want to stop on a character. Omen alt. What do you guys think yeah. about that? You think it's the worst in the game out of any ability? It's or the no? worst alt in the game, but I worst would say alt. no. I would agree that it's the worst alt in the game, not the worst, worst ability. Is it worse than cipher alt? Yes. It's yeah. not. Yes. It's, it doesn't yes, require. You, okay. It does not require you to get a kill. Sure. And you could potentially grab spike. Slash fuck off to the other site. Or you can just use it for info. All of them are situational, granted. But I don't need a fucking corpse to use it. I guess Cypher might be worse than... I I think Cypher's ult is worse than Omen's ult. See, the thing is, the impact of Omen's ult is theoretically reasonably high but like the amount of the amount of times you're able to pull off like a great omen ult is rare because first of all the scenario where you lose spike in a bad place and are able to grab it as omen that happens rarely the the number of times you're able to like flank the opposition without them hearing you ult there is also rare whereas with cypher if you have a corpse one thing you know we've dogged on tony some this podcast but like what he, he he does throw out his ult when he has it available and like knowing where the other team's position is even if they could shift after that that allows you for a couple seconds a lot of map control where you can push up knowing that the enemy isn't going to be right there while you know where the enemy is and that is really significant unlike the omen ult which is just so inconsistent in its results I know. I, I, I've seen situations, though, where, like, Omen just alts to fast rotate. Um, it's like, oh, shit, they're coming A. I'm on B. I'm going to pop my alt to go, like, B, C, T. Like, literally just to get a fast rotate off. And then the enemy team is, like, you know, they have to worry. Like, did Omen TP behind us? Somebody's got to go clear their flank. Like, Yeah, but, like, they, they clear the sure. flank while they're rotating anyway to the other site. So, like, they just peek it really quickly on their way to the other site where Omen actually is. And it costs them, like, what, two seconds? Like, it's really not that significant. I mean, being these, like, like being ults, neither of them are the worst piece of util in the game. Yeah. But I guess we but can... Cost? We We've can attributed cost the to the Killjoy alt. alarm bot. If we're attributing cost... To the alts, they're fucking bad. 
How much is it? Eight or six? Six. Or is it it's not eight. Definitely not eight. I believe both of them are six. But fuck, dude, a Phoenix alt is six. Thing is, what I see about Omen alt is, even though Cypher might be worse, I don't... I don't know. I see so many omens hold the alt for so long and never use it. That is true. That is true. I feel like a cypher, you just pop your alt first opportunity when you have it. Yeah, Mm. because it's going to tell you where everybody is. Yeah, unless it's like a 5v1, then maybe you hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. But so I I do see omens hold their alt for way too long. Mm. Okay, Uh, let's get past that. Sova, I think his kit's all good around Sage 2. Sova's kit's fucking good, yeah. So then we have the Phoenix Wall, and yeah, I, I think this is the worst of the game. I still think Way it's worse the worst in the game. I I think it's uh, like I, I think we're, I think we can just stop here. Like th- yeah. it's the worst PC util in the game. Yeah. It is and not, the... and I will die on this fucking hill. Here, <laughs> yeah. since, Boof, since I know you haven't necessarily listened to all the podcasts, I'm gonna lay it out one more time. Right. All right. So with the neon double wall, it creates a corridor for you to potentially get onto site as attackers. But the problem with that is that because it's a two-sided wall, you don't know what's on either side of the wall. So if I'm on defense and I'm playing a close angle and I see the other team put a double neon wall past me, I know that I can just stay in that ratty corner, wait for them to pass, and then shoot them once they're on site. Because there are so many angles to clear. You are. Think there's so okay. many I angles think the to clear. Worst, the Whereas with your Phoenix so wall, you minded about how to use your wall. You can fully focus okay. on the one side of the wall, or flash so, through it and check the I other side. You can do the really same thing the with the nicely. neon wall. It's I so think, you have to focus both fucking sides. You can't okay. clear both listen, sides listen. at the same time unless you. There's a way to play off the neon wall. Today I versus Plat Neon, and they played it perfectly. Basically, a neon wall is really bad for the team. So what do you do? You don't use it for your team. You use it for your neon. And so when you're ratting and looking for the team, the neon's gonna be back of sight and the team's gonna start pushing front sight. So it, it, but you can't do that with Phoenix Wall. The Phoenix Wall barely goes anywhere compared to neons and it does like no damage. So if you just use the neon wall for neon instead of for the team, then it's not worse than the Phoenix Wall, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I Hunter, I think you're just being so close minded about how to use it. Like I've seen Neons use it just like a short range, like almost like a jet smoke. Just like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm stuck in this corner. Boom, wall. Like, I'm going to run over here. And like, it does so much damage, too, to the enemy. You're... We'd, have to com- we'd have to compare and contrast, but I don't think the damage is as different as you guys are saying it is. You have to push. We two. can look at it. The the thing is, if, if you're in playing what a situation wall, would you be pushing through both sides of the neon? The, okay, in this Hunter, case, you're okay. saying you're saying neon's wall is always going like if we're, if we're just going to look at this like let's call it north to south, right? What you're thinking of is neon throws her wall south to north to get onto site, right? What you're not considering is when neon throws her wall like east to west, just to get out of a cubby, or also, just to blind like just to cross an angle. The neon doesn't take damage from her own wall. So right. the neon, you could go from the left side of the wall, straight through the middle, or on the right, and they won't know until they find you. Yeah, on exactly. Phoenix and wall, if you go left side of the wall or right side of the wall, they have to cross two barriers. On Phoenix wall, as soon as you cross on the one side, they'll see you, because there's, on, there's only one wall. So it's just, yeah. it's just bad. Yeah, let me let me be clear. Like, if you're using a neon wall for yourself as neon, particularly if you're ulted, but even if not, neon yeah, the wall neon does wall is thirty damage per second. Think of that. That is like the same as a dog hitting you. 
a sky dog, which is I think is pretty bad as well. But one second is one one dog hit if you think of it. Here's my point though. So first of all, I agree that the neon wall just for neon rather than being used to set up your team, yeah, it definitely is better in that context. But you know what's also really nice team. for Phoenix's wall? You can fucking heal yourself. But not very much and around. only yourself. Yeah, but like, what if there are many times I take a duel it's six health a second once, though. once in the chest and I headshot <laughs> someone else and throwing up the Phoenix wall allows me to heal to full. That well, is it significant doesn't matter when it comes that much. to the rest of the round. It doesn't matter that much. But it does. In and you most cases, they're the going to have a Vandal and fucking one-tap you anyway. It doesn't matter how much health you have. They're going to one-tap your ass. Like, right, you know what? I, I, I think <laughs> we... You could say that no heal in the game matters. You could say that the sage heal in the sky <laughs> healed all It is literally Cass's argument. What is this argument at that point? I made that point <laughs> earlier, and you called me fucking stupid for it, Hunter. Exactly. Chase agreed with oh, that. I, so I guess, wait, hold on, no, no, like, no, wait, hold on. Oh, you could get the one-tap. It's fucking bullshit. I didn't agree with you. I was agreeing with Cass more. Okay. Either way, I think we spent way too long on this. We still have to get the Boof Soapbox here. But, like, Hunter, I think it's safe to say... You're just wrong, and if you know how to make polls in Discord, perhaps we should make a poll on this. But like, you're, yeah, you're, I would be very down to put this up to the Discord to see if they agree with me or you guys. I'm outvoted just, here clearly, but I'd love to see. Okay, I think I'm after after, after this uh, after this podcast drops, we're gonna po- post a poll in the Discord. Okay, yes, we will. We will. Think of this: a sage heals you. You can shoot. You can do anything while the heal is on you. You have to sit in it for eight seconds. Just to heal you 50 health. Tell me that's not terrible. Yeah, but you, you don't have to sit in it. You can put it down and then walk along the wall. You can wall off an angle and push along your wall. do that. No, I'm nobody does that. You're visible both sides of the wall. You're visible, yeah. What are you going to yeah, fucking stand goes, in there with? Your like, arm goes also, through. And your, and your own through. vision is fucked. Your own vision gets fucked? No, no, Hunter, get out of here with your fucking... No, no, no. There, there's a range on the Phoenix wall where you, if you stand in it, obviously all you see is flames. But you can stand right next to it. Okay. Yeah, I know you're talking about where you're on the side. Your arm can actually go through because it's so thin. Yeah. The neon walls are thin, but there's two of them. The phoenix wall is phoenix, just thin. If phoenix wall was like thick with three thieves, then like maybe <laughs> yeah. you'd have an argument. <laughs> then, then it'd be good. I don't know. But no, well, like just to be just... clear, just to be clear, I agree that the phoenix wall is not a very good ability. I agree with mm-hmm. that. I just think it's worse than neons. We'll leave it to the poll to see what the viewers decide. I'm out. Said it's worse than neons. So yeah, just yeah. Here we go. He agrees with us. Yeah, no, you just said it again. There you go. I made an accident. I made a slip up. Neons is worse. We'll leave it to the Discord bowl to decide. Okay, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah. we've we spent way too long discussing this one particular topic on which we all agree I, hunters. I like the topic about. though. But um, topic. Boof. It's a good topic. Yeah. Boof, what is uh, your soapbox for today? Now, before Boof gets into his soapbox, I'm going to have to call for a quick oh, intermission no. here. Well, we're back from intermission. Hunter has relieved his bladders. I believe he raced like a piss horse. I have um, multiple bladders. This is news to me. And we're back. So, Boof, um, we're going on to your soapbox here. What do, you, what do you have for us today? I know Hunter maybe knows the topic, and maybe Chase does too. I have no idea what's going on, so why don't you my, why don't you uh, into this? My soapbox is that 100 Thieves should just split up. Like, the team should disband, for sure. Because... Their rec- their recruitment. I don't know. It feels like it's disrespectful to all pro players when they recruit a player just to give him a few weeks later. A few weeks later. I don't know. That that's kind of like my soapbox. Is that okay? Wait. So wait, hold on. Let me let me 
dig a little deeper here. Do you think they should blow up their roster, or are you saying they should cease to be an org? No, just their roster. The, okay. Their org's doing good, but the roster changes is too much. Like it's like they're only trying to keep Hiko and Asana and just change everyone else. Because they want like they want a veteran and they want like someone like tens, which is like Asana for them. Mm-hmm. But then Are you they saying wanna... they should get rid of Hiko and Asana? I think they should just get rid of the team. Because I heard Asana wants to leave and then I don't know about Hiko. But then they I guess they might sign Wardell. Did you guys hear about that? I did. I've heard the heard rumors for a while. We'll see. Well, uh, it, I heard well, rumors I of see, Wardell. I don't see how and, Wardell uh, fits into that team. I don't, yeah, I, don't, see, I don't see I don't how either. Wardell fits in. I don't see how TSM would ever let Wardell go. Oh, TSM has already kind of let Wardell go. No, but they've go benched go. him. They haven't let him go as an org. They've benched him from the Valorant roster. Really? Yeah, what, other, what other game is he going to play? Well, no, I'm saying, like, what they were saying, <laughs> at least on Platchat, was they could just keep him in fucking stream jail. Oh, contract hell? Yeah. Uh, so, like, you, you don't get to play on a team, I believe, but you're, I believe you're just a streamer for the org. I believe he's removed the org name from his like Twitter. That that could be him trying to get out of the contract mm-hmm. so that he could go play for another team. Yeah, no, but I feel like they okay. could keep him in his play style. His play style, Wardell, is kind of cast his play style, like opping only. Yeah, I mean, no, that's why my nickname and the other thing is it's, DP Wardell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I don't really yep. see that when I think of Hiko, who's a Sova player, and Asuna, who's like a duelist. I don't see a just a opera playing that compared to like Sub Rosa's kind of play style and TSM's play style. I don't know. I don't really see where you'd fit in. Yeah, I, I don't see how you have Asuna and Wardell on the same yeah. team and have that function. Exactly, because the thing is, Asuna works specifically. I think his best as a secondary duelist. Um, he can pop mm-hmm. off on the raise specifically. Um, like the Reyna role, right? His jet is damn good, but it's not like rivaling the best jets in NA. Mm. Um, yeah, I would agree. Like he's no Yay or Cryo. Or so, Saya player. Yeah, or Saya. Like, not, or like, uh, best jet Penny. with knives in the world? Don't at me. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still on my Penny's the best jet in NA right now, but. You're you're like, fucking dumb for saying I, that, Jason. Penny, what team lie. is that? What team is Penny on? V1. V1. Yeah. Penny's oh, fucking okay. nasty, his, man. His stats were disgusting. Disgusting. He's very streaky. He's just not consistently good. He, he does, good. Have, his, he he does have his ups and downs, yeah. I don't know. Like, the fucking shots that that man hits. Okay, that that's a that's an aside, though. I, also, um, the balls that that man has. Yeah, like, it's insane. That man does some dumb shit and gets away with it because even at a pro level, everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's good enough to pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, but like, let, okay, let's bring aim it back. Is just monstrous. Yeah, right? like Wardell's like, not going to fit into that because like, he's Aus- not the one that's going to like take sight and let Asuna, um, like support him. Right? Like you, Wardell plays like a secondary duelist on Jet. No, no, but Wardell doesn't play Jet anymore. Oh, he plays Chamber. Plays chamber. Only. Yeah. yeah, he's been playing Chamber only. And so, if you want to have a non-jet comp, and you want to have Wardell be your main opera, which is potentially viable, right? It is potentially viable to pick a Raze, or maybe a Reyna, 
or in Hunter's pipe dream, potentially a Yoru. Um, but indeed, you, you basically you could have a a Razor Arena, and then you could have Wardell being your main opper because Austin is not bad with an op, but I think he's just better with a rifle. It's the same thing you saw Scream doing when Scream was playing Jet. It's like he's not the guy on your team that you want to have with an op in your hand in their hands. Not that he's bad at it, but they're just people who are better, and he's better off with a rifle. So yeah, I don't think I, I do think there is potentially some synergy between having Wardell be the dedicated opper on chamber and having Asuna not be forced to play Jet so that you can have an op in the game. But you run into this issue where you're now forced to basically play Chamber on every map, or at least play Double Duelist on the other maps, right? Well, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the issue. Pool, yeah, Wardell's pool is exclusively Jet and Chamber, which is not that's terrible. That's exactly what my pool is. On second thought, I take that back. It is pretty bad. But um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're not a pro player, Cass. There's yeah. a big difference. It's there. like you're. That's so <laughs> limiting. That's so limiting. And hundred thieves has already run into the problem, in which, like, they're they're so limited in what their team comps can be because, like, Hiko, for example, was exclusively playing Sova, and then occasionally a Viper, and that that was super limiting. And like, word on the street is. Um, Steel wanted Hiko to transition to playing some other agents, and he just wasn't down for that, and that caused a riff, right? And then, and then he kind of, sort of played Viper when Ethan took over as Sova, but you you've got yourself into a weird situation in which Hundred Thieves has a really hard time coming up with team comps for different maps because of how limited their current roster seems to be. And it would be even more limited with Wardell. And it would be even more yeah. limited with Wardell. And uh, by the way, only two days ago, would well, be 3 now because it's 2 a.m. for me, uh, J.C. Stanley left 100 Thieves. I think and so now they don't even have a full roster. Right that's now. unfortunate. They have, they have Hiko, Asuna, Ethan, and Bang. And Bang's on a loan. He's not even there. Bang and JC Stanny fucking popped off, specifically JC Stanny when they played yeah. those couple of games. I was like, yeah. I was not like excited about those two additions to their team, but fuck, did they do well? Yeah. Specifically JC Stanny, and I was like, wow, they should keep these guys and work together and mesh it out and like, you know, figure out how to play with this roster because they could actually be very good. Um, and and then Asuna wants to leave. Like he's, I think he said it once. I could be wrong, but so I don't. No, I, I I saw a stream clip of him kind of joking about leaving, in like a stream with Nade Shot. But if you think of it, they only have Nade Shot's like, nah, right dude, now. you're not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, if you think of it, they only have Ethan, Eco, and Asana. Now, which I mean, is a fucked a... three people. Like they're very, very good. Yeah, but no, I I think you gotta drop Eco. Well, here, here's the thing. Before we transition, and to I, I know, I know, I know, Hunter's a, a Hiko stan, but like, before we transition to Hiko, though, talking about Asuna real quick, I think the issue with the Asuna Wardell situation is that, from everything we've heard, 
Asuna really wants to play duelist, and the team isn't confident in his willingness or ability to switch to like a flex role, being like a Sky or Ko, someone who can have that duelist fragging power, but primarily their job is to you know support the team. Because if you had Wardell as the Jet slash Chamber, and then you had Asuna in that Ko Sky role, then that could work. But it seems like at this point. The, the Hundred Thieves management doesn't think that's a reasonable possibility. And then, you know, running double duelist on every map is obviously extremely anti-meta. And if Hundred Thieves found a way to pull it off, like, that would be really cool. But, like, that seems like a distant possibility. It just I, so, wish, we, that's I wish we could go that. back to the double duelist meta. I like yeah. that. I like the double duelist meta. I like now, Admittedly, I am someone who... Sorry, just... what did you say? Sentinels won every tournament in the fucking double duelist meta. So yeah, but no, think... but like that that aside, I just thought it was way more. You you saw a lot of like you saw a lot more of teams like pushing and like going for these like cool these unique cool plays that they could pull off because they have on defense two agents who can be hyper aggressive. And I feel like we you don't get to see that as much anymore, and it's become a lot more setups and utility based. Which, if Riot thinks that that's how they want the meta to unfold, then you know that's that's a fair thought process. I I just kind of liked the idea of wild pushes with people who are just just have raw insane aim. And I really liked that. Mm. That's I fair. Sentinels stand yeah. for sure. Um, I just, <laughs> I don't like see, seeing like someone getting pushed to where they don't belong just because of a meta. Like Asuna is not a flex. He's a, definitely a duelist. Like if you've seen him mm-hmm. push, he knows what he's doing. And it's kind of like if like we put Hunter on like a Scott and not like a Killjoy where he has to stay back, you know. Or like cast on like a. Save. Okay, wait, hold on. Just with the hunter uh, on Killjoy, you picked a very bad person oh, to put on. Yeah, the okay, I don't know because he does play a lot of Killjoy. Yeah, I, I, I but not anymore. Even specifically, if you the, the good example would be me on Cipher. I do. I would not fucking play Cipher yeah. on any map. I don't know. It's yeah, just yeah. weird because it's like he's he's a duelist for a reason because he, mm-hmm. he's crazy aim. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, like I don't play speed. Omen. The thing about him and Tens is they're they're both super young compared to like veterans like Hiko. I guess you have more experience that way. I think the big thing gonna... with Eco is, um, like as a member of Hundred Thieves, and not specifically about how his performance or anything like that has been, is just going like harping on the whole veterans thing, right? Is Eco's been around for a really long time, and he's arguably most famous for his one eighty inhuman reaction flick on get right from cs um like he used to be mechanically insane Mm -hmm. and you know it's something like it's something that every esport or every person who has been a professional esport player has to go through is that as you age mechanically you just can't quite be there because your your reaction time decays. Like there are fine motor skills that, as you get older, 
you just can't quite be as good at. And like it, it's the same thing is true for like, you know, physical sports. I mean, sure, but like Fernando Alonso in F one is forty years old and he's still of the top twenty drivers in the world. I'm not saying that like yeah. Hugo couldn't be that he still can't be really good, but I'm saying you you then at, at a certain point, and I guess I know hockey the best out of all like the major sports. It's like you you see players having to transition from being this physically gifted god to being more of a a tactical, um, like really smart player who has the experience and the knowledge to back that up. And Sorry, what I is Ovechkin? He's a freak of nature. He doesn't count. <laughs> like, oh, there's just always an exception to your rule here. Sure. So. No, no, of course, of course. But I'm, I'm saying that I, like, and I'm not saying that Hiko isn't smart or anything like that, right? But he's always been known for his ability to clutch up. And somebody ran the stats on it for the latest, uh, like, NA series um, that they just went through. And his clutching stats were not great. They were, I believe, subpar. Well, yes, that's true. But when you when you consider the situation that Hundred Thieves and himself were in, you know, first they were in a team where there was clearly some discord. There was some, you know, grinding of the gears with Eccles and Baby J. And then they were switching teams in the middle, switching their roster around in the middle of the tournament. So, like, yes, Hiko's clutch percentage, I saw the same post as you did, was not incredible during the last tournament that 100 Thieves were in. But, on the other hand, his clutch percentage in um, Berlin before Champions was actually quite good. So, you know, unless you're going to say that he fell off steeply in, like, you know, three months between Berlin and this past tournament, I don't think it... I don't think it's fair to judge his performance solely based on the in-transition 100 Thieves roster over the past tournament. Okay, Eccles got fucked. Like, yeah. that, man, that man moved continents <laughs> to be a part of this roster. Yeah. And, and then he was like, ah, two weeks in, you're fucking out, man. Like, yeah, that, and, that's fucking rough. Yeah, and I haven't given my opinion on Boof's initial uh, statement yet, which is him saying that 100 Thieves should can their Valorant roster. And I... Kind of, I, I half agree um, on Twitter with my new Hondasi account, which is my Valorant username, which I'm trying to focus solely on Valorant, unlike my name, um, unlike my main Twitter account. I posted the uh, inverse of the classic copypasta, which is like, you know, if X team has a thousand fans, I am one of them, and it goes down to... You know, if this team has no fans, then I am no longer of this world because I will always be this team's fan. And I just inverse that by saying, if 100 Thieves has X fans, then I am no longer one of them, <laughs> is what I said <laughs> after the Eccles and Baby J drop. Because, you know, it just seems like such a bad idea for me for, for from a team perspective to um, say, you know, we're not going to give our guys two weeks to figure out if they're going to gel as a team, we're going to immediately pull the plug. And then to further that, like Booth said, with Jumpy being dropped, he posted a twit longer it's saying standard. that. Yeah, yeah, not yeah not, I don't know why I said Jumpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of someone different. Yeah, JC Stanny. Yeah, with JC Stanny, he posted a twit longer, essentially explaining how before Sean Garris and DDK were hired for 100 Thieves, the team told him 
Like, you've done really well with us on loan. We want to hire you full time. And then as, as soon as Sean Garris at DDK came in, they were like, psych, bitch, get the fuck out of here. And he and he was really he was really sad about that. So in addition to screwing over Eccles and Baby J, they now screw over JC Stanny as well, who did really, really well with them. Yeah, and like that's... he was fucking top fragging at some of their maps. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm specifically just... thinking of like a match where he was what on chamber on Breeze. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, really holy well fuck, he popped off. Right. And it's it's just such a such an L for Hundred Thieves to be now mistreating like three players. Not just the two initial of Eccles and Baby J, but also uh, Jay-Z Stanny as well. So I'm curious to see if these are just growing pains with Sean Garez and DDK. But I'm much less excited about 100 Thieves than I was in the past. Simply because they've just mistreated their players on their roster so much. So okay. I have now, to kind of agree with Booth here. Yeah, here's my take on Booth's original point. Which is, you know, blow up the team. Like, get rid of your Valent roster. I think... I mean, th- obviously this isn't really possible, but fucking revert. Get that shit back. Get get steel back and get Nitro back, even though that's really not <laughs> no. possible. It was Nitro's <laughs> choice to leave. But their original roster was so much better mm-hmm. than any roster that they've tried. And, you know, like, fuck, I like JC Stanny. So, like, I mean, maybe slot him in somewhere. But, I like, just go back to the original five and make it work. Because, like, I know they were saying there were some internal difficulties that obviously we can't know anything about um, with, like, different play styles and, and wanting to take the team in different directions. But I think they obviously made the wrong choice with who to remove. Um, And Nitro leaving to go back to CSGO is, you know, a, I mean, kind of fucked for them because there's nothing they can do about that about that that's his own choice um but in an ideal world i think you bring them all back and you give them the time to sort that shit out because they performed way better as that group than anything else that we've seen from them since um and i don't think there was really a reason to to blow them up uh because they were competing at like the world like stage every single time like, you might as well just continue to give them that opportunity. Like, there are a lot of teams, which I like, where, like, I like the philosophy of, even if it's not specifically working right now, give it time and and let that team develop and come up with the better strategies and, you know, try to continue to compete at the level that they're at and improve that, especially if they're already at the highest level, which 100 Thieves was. Dude. Like I, I, I'm leading in with Booth's, uh, Booth's whole idea here of just blow the team up, and I think that you know, any any time you have new management take over, whoever's now in charge is gonna have a different idea of where they want to go with, you know, either their thought process behind how they want to approach this, or ideas that they would like to implement, and I feel that. Roster changes are almost inevitable when they decided to take on Sean Garris and DDK. And I I don't really know who DDK is, but from what I have heard, one of them is the GM and the other one's going to be the head coach. I don't know. Sean Garris is the coach. DDK is the GM. Okay. So, like, I 
I think it makes sense that like, you know, you get you get new management. Like shit's going to get turned on its head. Because I I could easily see one of the one of the two of those people coming in and being like, "You know what? Like regardless of your stats, regardless of how you may have performed as an individual, I don't see you fitting into the the system I want to run with this team." And it seems like from what I've heard, Nadeshot has kind of given them free reign to kind of make their own choices about how the Valorant roster is is run and what decisions are going to be made going forward with that. And I, I can definitely see one of the two of them absolutely agreeing with what Boof is saying here. And like, we need to make we need to make some changes. Like, obviously, this wasn't working before. Perhaps time could fix it, but I have some ideas I want to implement, and you don't fit. Um, and well, just to I be agree. clear, Booth, you were saying they should end their Valiant roster, right? Not blow it up and start over. I think they should just end it, because uh, me personally, I think Asuna... Oh, this is probably stressful for Asuna, because he's like, he moved, I think he moved from Immortals. I could be wrong. Yep, you're right. Days, you're right. And this is, uh, you know, he wants to do Val Pro. He takes it serious, but he does take streaming seriously. And uh, I don't know. As a kid, if I was like a, you know, I'm still young, but if I was him and on a pro team, and there's this much changes, I'd be pretty stressed out, I guess. And um, that you're saying it'd be it, better for the players just to yeah. end it and let I'd them say go for other Asana, places. Yeah. Because I don't know about Hiko. I I don't know if Hiko's still doing like content, but um, the the fact they only have four right now and Worms on loan, and you know all all like these moving parts are happening. Like I don't really see them having a good team for months. You know, I don't know. That's just me though. I mean, they have four. They have four players right now. They don't even have a whole team. How are they practicing? Mm-hmm. You know, how are they gonna get better? Seriously, but uh, I, mean, yeah, I, I I did saw that they have that. tryout. They have tryouts soon. They're supposed to be trying out Tarek. And by the way, Chase, you do look like Wait, Tarek a little bit. You're trying out Tarek. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, talk about just going into the streaming culture. Like, what you're gonna fucking trial Tarek? Yeah, Nidshot was talking to him about that. They're gonna try Nidshot try him. Just, I'm joking around because I'm no, pretty sure Tarek just stated Tarek. he has no interest in going pro. Yeah, I mean, he did, say that check. he did say he wanted. Uh, he was down to try out though. Wait, wait, why would he? He makes so much fucking money streaming. But what's the paycheck for going pro? Because you're still going to be streaming and you're going to be making more. And it's not always about money too, you know. If you want, yeah, money, sure, sure. But like, yeah. I mean, also just Eric's also a did, fucking jet player. Did you guys ever talk about the Jason R drama on the? Uh, on your podcast yet? We have not. I've followed it pretty closely, but uh, yeah, we have not talked about. Do you guys it yet. have time for that? That's uh, that's pretty pretty crazy. I don't I feel mean, like how... it'd be super long to discuss, so I'd be down to go into. Like, it I think quick. we can go over this in roughly ten minutes. And like, okay. here's my take: it's going to take me about thirty seconds. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that didn't even take me ten seconds. Like, it. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I, honestly, I I don't even have words. And admittedly, I haven't I haven't followed this super strictly or whatever. But like, 
from from what I understand, it seems like dude's just sexist. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, that's what I guess like, I'm the I, only I person that's in the dark. Take. I'm the only person that's in the dark. Here. All right, so let, let me summarize for you, Chase. <laughs> so Tarek, during one of his streams, he heard from his Twitch chat that Jason R had just called him an L friend on his own stream. Okay. And so Tarek was currently queued with Zelsis from V1 to play mm-hmm. some games. And so he invited Jason R into his Valorant party to then talk about um talk about why Jason R called him an L friend. And Tarek and Jason R have met up in real life. So in addition to being people who used to queue together in Valorant, they also have a friendship that goes beyond that. Okay. And so basically they had like a 30 minute plus debate. It might have been close to an hour. I think it was 50 minutes ish. Yeah, I, I watched most of the video mm-hmm. where essentially what Jason R was saying is he said that he called Tarek an L friend because in the midst of all the accusations of Jason R being a sexist, Tarek didn't come out and say, I've hung out with Jason R in real life. And he was not sexist towards other women in real life. So therefore, like, you know, people calling him a sexist are going too far. Clearly, this is a personal decision of his. And, you know, this isn't about sexism. So Jason R. was holding it against Tarek that Tarek wasn't, in Jason R.'s words, a character witness for him, saying that people were going too far in, a, in accusing Jason R. Jason R brought up the fact that he'd received death threats and stuff from people, and he was like, dude, you're my friend. How do you not have my back? And well, just I mean, to be clear, I kind of said that in, def- in the way that's most favorable to Jason R. I'm on Tarek's side on this. I just wanted to kind of lay it out as neutrally as possible. I mean, you definitely laid it out neutrally because I think my question now is, is Jason R sexist? And if the answer oh, is oh, yes. So here's, here's the background that like Hunter didn't provide you with. Basically, he dodges a woman anytime he gets into a game, and it's right, obvious right, right. that like, yeah. someone on the team is female. He dodges? Yeah, and in addition yeah, to that, cast, even more than that, and even in addition to dodging him like in Valorant games, he has also banned people from his Twitch chat who have female names or indicate that they are a female in chat. So basically, if you're a female anywhere in Jason R's orbit... He's like, I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> like that's that's kind of his whole thing. And I mean, he, he claimed wait, when talking so with Tarek, he claimed when talking with Tarek, it was because he very he very vaguely specified that he had not been a good man to his girlfriend now now wife Stephanie before. So he wanted to be super careful to like respect her in his words. Once again, I don't agree. <laughs> And so he wanted to disassociate himself from girls going forward. And then right after the Tarek versus Jason R Twitch stream, Jason R came out and said, now I'm queuing with girls and stuff. I'm trying to make a change, which was only after Tarek suggested that to him. And Jason R told him that he was being a bad friend for for giving him that advice. So there's there's a lot of drama here. Okay. A couple of things here. I feel like possibly we can see this as growth on the part of Jason R. Um, and I think that that is a positive take from this entire situation. Um, other than that, like, I feel like there is a world in which his argument makes sense, in which he is like, you know, I just don't want to, like, you know, tempt myself with anything, right? Like, that. that's it. But it is still sexist in in this yeah, in the same way agree. it is still that is still a very 
sexist behavior. Um, and it is good that he is possibly remedying that at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just I, I have a hard time seeing how, regardless of how you chalk this up, how being how playing a video game that is a team-based shooter in which you need five people on a team, how one of them being female, it creates a problem. It literally, exactly. There's, like, there's no, there, there's no possible argument I could see in which I would ever be like, you know what? I can understand the dodge. Like, there's just literally nothing. Yeah, like to if give a counter, like with... to give a to give a different example. Like, if if Jason R said, "I will not add as a friend anyone who is is female," like I would understand that a lot more in the context of his relationship. Then I will I will dodge immediately if someone mm-hmm. of my I mean I still don't even understand that because yeah, I don't but I, like I think that's like, a lot more defensible the idea that like oh if I'm a friend with someone on Valorant then there's a level of coziness there that I don't want to get into rather than like a rando on my team you know what I mean, I'm I saying think like, that's, a big that's an extremely there. conservative viewpoint because who's to say that they're ever going to be interested in you um that like right it's like fuck dude you got a high bar you're setting on yourself. And you might as well say that for literally anyone that you queue with, because no one's to say that anyone's not interested in you, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, right. So there's like it literally just doesn't make any sense to me. But like, there is a world in which I kind of see the point. But I am glad that he might be taking steps in his personal confidence and control in some way to remedy that and to like not be as sexist in the future. Yeah. I know, like, I like to play devil's advocate in general, and, like, I, I couldn't even fucking attempt to here. Like, it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and when when you watch the full video of the debate live on stream, what you see is two people really talking past each other, so it's kind of a frustrating video to watch, where basically Jason R. is like, you know, if you were my friend, you would have my back. And uh, Tarek is like, the issue is I don't agree with your behavior of dodging. So how can I possibly defend you on that? And I thought about this a lot while I was watching it. The issue is that what Jason R is asking is something pretty, pretty unreasonable because just because, you know, him and Tarek and Tarek's girlfriend and um, Jason R's fiance have gone out to a bar and Jason R wasn't sexist towards any girl in the bar. That doesn't like definitively prove that Jason R isn't sexist. So no, absolutely not. Tarek, right. So Tarek coming out and saying like, oh, I saw him at a bar and he wasn't like telling any girl to make him a sandwich. Like <laughs> that doesn't relate at all to the current like issue at hand. So Jason are expecting that like by the bro code, he would like take his side without any real evidence for that. That was the thing that seemed really, really shitty to me. It's like you don't accept you don't expect, first of all, that a friend will have your back exclusively because of very limited experience. And then go behind your friend's back to publicly trash that friend when they don't live up to your unrealistic expectation. Like you're the real L friend, Jason R. That's what I. That's what I got. Can from we talk about that term real quickly? L friend. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely L the most friend. gamer term I've ever heard. Like what? That, that's, yeah. uh, fuck, like, that is ironically uh, what they referred to, to like as the, over the course of the okay, stream. I'm assuming L is short for loser. Yeah. In this context, like, well, L, yeah. L, well, L is not even really short for loser. It's more like just you're. It, it's well, it, it's like it's you're taking an L. 
Yeah. You're not a good friend or something. Yeah, you're just not a good friend. What like you're the, like you're an L friend <laughs> no being dude. That's yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that that was that was unironically one of the funniest parts of the the stream, how Jason R was like fully like straight faced calling Tarek an L friend. An L like, L friend no, is L the most cringy friend. term I could think of. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, the whole situation's good. Because, like, uh, I think around, like, 20... You know, like, when Ninja blew up, he was like, yo, I'm not going to play with any girl streamers. And back then, the culture was just like, oh, okay. He wants to do it with his wife. Like, he doesn't want to mess That's with fucked. his wife. Yeah, and now, looking back at that, and people are calling out Ninja now, because everyone's like, oh, shit. Just because you have a wife doesn't mean you can't play with someone who's a female. Yeah. You know? It's well, just I good. Think... I like know Ninja played wait, Among wait, Us. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, as soon as you get into a relationship, this is years you're not allowed years to ago. engage yeah. with anybody of the opposite sex. Is that kind of what he's going with here? This like, is like weird. the kind of I think, general. I think term, they need but, like, fucking relationship therapy. Well, this not, is the, not yeah. fucking okay. running a stream, calling each other L friends. L friends. <laughs> yeah. This is something like, that fuck, is dude. a that is definitely a part of somebody's very personal relationship with their significant other. And I think yeah. that people can have different approaches to this. It's not my approach. And I don't think that it is the healthiest approach for everybody involved, but that's not to completely discount what people feel in any other situation um, where, you know, you might not feel comfortable with your significant other interacting with, with these people. But like that, that just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me personally. But I, I understand that some people might feel like that. So I want to be as yeah. open to those situations as possible. Yeah, it's time to tie this into the biggest cultural phenomenon that everyone is talking about right now, which is Will Smith. Uh, oh my god! At the Oscars. <laughs> no way we're talking about this in a valid yeah, podcast. Because like, right. like, if you look at the video. When Chris Rock initially makes the joke about, you know, Will Smith's wife being ready for G yeah, being ready for G.I. Jane 2, Will Smith initially laughs at the joke, and then he looks over at his wife and sees his wife is mega pissed, and then he feels the need to, like, go make a big scene out of this. And, like, I feel like that's the thing. Like, when you have all this emotion about a relationship... Sometimes that leads you that leads you to feel like you need to do like over the top okay. things to like Wait, no. prove the veracity of your relationship, which still isn't the right thing to do. Okay, and now I'm in the dark here. I'm taking a, a page out of Chase, Chase's book here. Um, I know Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, is that, yeah. Okay. Chris Rock was yes. a host. He made a sure, joke sure, sure. involving I, I, Will Smith's I, okay. wife. He went up and smacked him. Okay, I know that that happened. Mm -hmm. I have no fucking clue what any of the background is to that. I believe Jane too is like a bald headed girl, well, and uh, uh, Will Smith's wife has alopecia, so her hair mm -hmm. was falling out. And uh, that's what I think. It is a fucked up joke to make. Like, if we're gonna talk about this, like, yes, it's technically a joke, but like, what you're gonna like? I mean, I I understand where Will Smith is coming from here. To be honest, here, like, you're like. I mean, your your wife has a, like, condition where her hair is falling out, and this guy's going to make a joke about it? Like, you, you got to, like, kind of go up and stand up for your wife and yourself, like, well, in this well, situation. Okay, here's, like, also, the, here's the, here's the like, counterpoint to that, that, like, he was, say, he was talking about his, Will Smith's wife being ready for G.I. Jane 2, 
And in G.I. Jane, like the first movie, I don't remember the actress who played G.I. Jane, but she's like some smoking hot actress. Like yeah. basically G.I. Jane in that movie was like a total like sexy badass. So like Chris Rock saying that Will Smith's wife would be G.I. Jane too. Obviously it's making a joke about her baldness, but it's not like he was like, oh, your wife's head looks like a rock. <laughs> like he was comparing her to like a very successful and very conventionally attractive actress. So like, it doesn't have to be an entirely negative thing is the sort of, it doesn't have yeah. to be, but like, in the same way, like, it's not something she can control, which is the problem. He could have called I mean, her like Kai or something. It, like, like, I think wasn't... that that's, that's i mean calling like that would be that would be a more fucked up joke for sure but like it's mm-hmm. it's the fact that it's not like his wife chose and i'm sure she has a name i just don't know it um jada pinkett smith is her name okay yeah. but yeah. I'm, she didn't have a choice to go bald if she had chosen to shave her head and then like you make this joke about it and you're like haha like yeah like sure i'm ready for gi jane too i'm i'm bald now whatever like that that's a funny joke but it's the pro it's the problem that like you didn't have a a choice yeah it's like if you made fun of a cancer patient for having no hair it's yeah like, like that that's fucked up yeah well, yeah. I feel like the difference is a cancer patient is likely going to die or at least has that possibility on the horizon whereas mm-hmm. like for her you comparing her condition to you know a very successful and conventionally attractive excuse me conventionally attractive actress like Obviously, you could say the joke is in poor taste, and, like, I agree that there's a very good chance the joke will be taken negatively, but I don't think it has to be, and I certainly don't think slapping the guy in the face is the response to that. Yeah, I I, I think there are two big things here. Number one, perhaps the joke's in bad taste, but but at the end of the day, it's a joke, like, you know, to a certain extent, just kind of get over it. It's It's a joke, regardless of whether it's in good taste or not. I feel like you can have the ability to understand that, okay, you know, per, perhaps this wasn't very kind to me, but at the end of the day, it's it, it's a joke. He's a comedian. That's his job. Like, he's, he's here to make jokes. I perhaps didn't like this one. Number two, Will Smith smacking a guy on live television. That's, like, that's literally fucking assault. It is, yeah. Like, that that is, like, fuck, dude. Like, that, if I if I just walked onto stage... When, like, they're doing fucking today at 9 a.m. or whatever, and just walked up to the weatherman and fucking smacked him across the face, like, I'm fucking going to jail. Yep. Yeah, and, like, even to give a little more context, if the weatherman were for some reason to say, oh, and by the way, you know, uh, the weather has been consistently rainy recently, unlike the Drunk Valorant podcast, which is consistently shitty. Like that still wouldn't justify you to like walk up. Exactly. Him in the like, face. That, that's that's literally fucking assault. And I think there are better ways to address your problems. If like if you got a problem with what he said, like perhaps you could sidebar that. Now again, it's live television. I don't know how you would go about conducting a sidebar on live television, but like you know, I feel like there's a time and a place, and that wasn't it. Well, we have got, that, I've got no we have gotten significantly sidetracked <laughs> from, from a what you were saying, podcast. Cass. Oh, fuck. Yeah, to add on to what you're saying, Cass, the funniest thing about it is after that moment in the Oscars, 
Will Will Smith was then called on to stage to receive an Oscar for his performance. So what a lot of people are saying is that's really hilarious that he, like, smacked a guy, went back to his seat, and then later Chris Rock called him on stage to receive an Oscar. It's like, what? How did he just not get escorted off after that? Like, that would have been the perfect time. I don't know if they inform the people in the audience if they're going to receive an Oscar or not, how scripted it is. But, like, if he knew he was going to get called on the stage in the future, like, he could have straight up said in his speech, yo, Chris Rock is a fucking loser. Like, how the fuck did he make fun of my wife there? Like, he could have said something about it there. But instead, like, you know, anyway, yes, like Chase said, this is far off of Valorant, but uh, it's it's related to Jason R. and how relationships make you act uh, maybe a little differently than you should. Well, I mean, uh, I think I think that we can all say that you know, Kanye made that bitch famous. True. <laughs> that yeah, he did. Yeah, I he am did. once again lost. Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Kanye yeah, at the Oscars. He would get yeah. to sleep with Taylor Swift because he made her famous. Yeah. Do you guys like Taylor Swift? But that that was like a like Kanye oh, went dude, up Taylor on stage at the Oscars. Uh, okay. <laughs> Car- uh, Charlie XEX is like better than Taylor Swift in every way, and if you guys um, haven't heard her dude, album that, that released so a week true. and a half ago, oh that thanks, so Boof. True. Boof, so have true. you listened to uh, Crash, her latest album? No, no, I'm just saying, dude, like, dude, it uh, is so good. You know, like that one song. I used to play Need for Speed on my uh, f- like tablet when I was younger, and it had this one song where she's singing like, "I crashed my car." You, too- you know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, I don't. Uh, I, I don't care, care. With, like, dude. That yeah. song is so I love good. It. <laughs> yes, Yo, yes. Just for reference, this is Tony. Wow, that's so useful for all of our <laughs> for fucking all the, yeah. for all the listeners. So, yeah, that's Tony. What <laughs> one day we'll have Tony on as a guest this up? podcast? Yeah, but like. At this point, is it even a Valorant podcast? Can we can we like wrap this shit up? Right? <laughs> no, we gotta keep going. Okay, okay. So uh, basically, uh, Hunter wait, mentioned something going. in the Discord about us talking about um like new Valorant agent abilities. Uh, that's getting pushed to next week. So yes, we uh, talked about fucking tonight. Chris Rock for too long. <laughs> wait, let me go. Okay, give me a second. So right, I met this it. girl down here in Florida on the beach. She was really nice. Everything was going well. As soon as she told me she was a Taylor Swift fan, everything started going bad. And so really? uh, ever, ever since then, I'm a Kanye fan, I gotta say. <laughs> like, straight up? like so like, I, I was a Kanye fan before, but after that, I was just like, I hate Taylor Swift. Yeah, so, Boof, I gotta ask, like, was it the moment when she told you you were a Taylor Swift fan? You were Dude, like, uh-oh, this is a big okay, red flag, she, or did she, you notice she, in retrospect? This is, okay, she showed me a 17 minute documentary with the same song playing over and over right and she was like right every single red flag you see in the video and it was all about the guy the guy he, oh man <laughs> tony he was just she was like yeah don't do what this guy does and i heard taylor swift the whole time it was just so bad i was just like okay, okay so that sounds kind a little of scary like in, rest, in retrospect like it's just a weird thing it had nothing to do with taylor swift but now taylor swift leaves a bad taste in your mouth yeah well Ever taylor since... swift was the music in the background of the video yeah. right that's what you were saying yeah i i yeah. don't know i I, th- I think ever since that me and her didn't connect so i can't blame taylor swift because i'm a kanye <laughs> fan like i listen to kanye every day like how can i like taylor swift understandable yeah, Everyone yeah. listen to Charlie XCX. Her new album Crash is out now. Check it out. Not sponsored. I just love the album. So check sponsored. it out. Sponsored. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, but if That's... you know Charlie, you wanna you wanna sponsor the podcast, like <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, you can do it for free. Just literally hit me for up. Free. Say, no, 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 hey, 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 you, hey, hey. you know we'll we'll charge a premium for that shit. Come on, hey, hey, at least buy me a beer. Like a six pack will do it. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you can pay you can pay Cass and Chase and maybe Boof as well. But like for me, I'll do it. For, I'll donate my share to both of them if you'll <laughs> sponsor the podcast. That, that, that's how we're doing this for sure. For sure. Well, before we wrap it up, I did want to say that last Saturday. So if I can pull up my calendar real quick, that would be the twenty sixth of March. We had our first ever uh, Drunk Valorant podcast Discord customs slash five stack. We did both before. There's a lot of people coming and going and it was an absolute blast. And I know I've been trying to be more in the pod, the, uh, this server discord. So feel free to stay active in the discord for more, uh, fun games coming up. Please do. Like I, I've really enjoyed playing with you guys. Uh, it's, it's so much fun to like mix it up and, you know, play with some people that I haven't before. So please like hit us up in the discord. I'm super happy to queue. I'm on almost every day, uh, as I'm sure most of you are. So, Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 it's unfortunate that I missed it. Uh, Hunter picked a bad day for that. It happened to be my birthday, and I wasn't around at my computer. But, like, it, it looked like a bunch of fun. I saw, like, on my phone that, like, there, there's, like, what? Um, Do you have eight people in chat at one point? Like, that that seems like it was probably a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. I, it, yeah. it'd be great. And I, I still want to run my, my 10-man pistols only. So... If we can get to that number at one point, I think that'd be super sick. Absolutely. Yep, but, uh, and with with that, Boof, thank you so much for joining the podcast this week. Thanks for letting me uh, on. Yeah, I'm sure we can all say it was a blast having you here. Yeah. So um, uh, anyway, we will drink with you later. <laughs>